are recording, I think. Are we, Josh? Oh, uh, we are now. Oh, we are recording now. We are recording. The Shamcast, thanks for everybody tuning in, coming here, listening. It's been a minute. It's been over a month. I checked the... Uh, audio log of when we last recorded it was over a month ago which is makes sense but also kind of crazy to think about um thank you guys for being here my name is shay i have a few strapping young human beings with me i was gonna say lads but that doesn't quite work some strapping human beings with me if that's what you can call them we have josh fowler here with us uh, Josh is the extraordinaire of many things, and one of the things he doesn't tolerate is my lack of preparedness and my lack of uh, wittiness when I'm doing the intro off the fly. Isn't that correct, Josh? I mean, standards have to be lowered occasionally. It just, you know, to continue pre- to, to not, not dwell endlessly on failure. I you know Abject I appreciate failure. your I appreciate your willingness to come down to my level mm-hmm. from time to time. It's not often that you do this, but when you do do this, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just that big. Uh, you know, I'm gonna let the audience figure out in which ways you mean that, and I, I'm sure Omni- it's every present. I'm oh okay. Yeah, I'm I'm currently behind you. That's what that mm-hmm. feeling was. I was wondering. I felt I felt a little tickling somewhere. Yep, yep. And that somewhere was my anus. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's more than a tickling now, I would say. But mm-hmm. no, uh, Josh, it's been over a month since we've talked video games. Are you mildly to moderately excited? Yeah, yeah. It's been... Uh kind of a busy holiday and beginning of a year. Um, mm. I mean, I'm sure for most people it's just a busy time of year, but yeah, yeah, I think very busy for me. We've had a lot of travel and you know, family stuff and people in town and family sick and everything. Everything's going on, it seems. Um, yeah, I'm ready to talk some games. Yeah, it feels it feels kind of relieving to talk about Christmas. Just kidding, not Christmas. <laughs> the holidays, rather. But uh, it feels more exciting and relieving to talk about video games. You know, it's 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 interesting. Like some of the world's really biggest holidays happen. We haven't actually had a, like we have privately, but we haven't had like a public conversation of how our holidays went. And it feels like a lifetime ago that those holidays happened. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it seems like longer than a month, honestly. It it feels like it's been like half a year that so much has been going on since we talked last. Feel that, you know, the responsibilities of, uh, Pegging people way down on you, and uh-huh. Josh, will you please use some fucking lube back there? 
I've asked you time and time again. <sighs> Bite the pillow. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my Grindcore album. Uh-huh. Bite the pillow. But, um, Josh, I'm excited to talk games with you. It's been a yeah. minute. I was like, you know, I don't know if I still know how to do this. I don't know if I'm going to be that excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, chiming in with his comment of pillow talk would be one Ray. He's heralding from the other side of the bed. He is currently with a camcorder, like 1990s style, filming it in all its gloriousness. Listen, I'm just going old school. I mean, I spent some money here. This is not some steady cam professional shit. This is like some straight up like big box VHS. Who the fuck has a fucking VHS player anymore? We don't even have disk drives anymore on computers. I don't know what to do with this shit. There are some hipsters who are like back to VHS at this point. They all live in Portland. How is That's that where all like... the VHS sales are happening. Like, I get why records make a comeback. I even get why, like, DVDs make a comeback, because they added shit to DVDs. You know, you bought, like, the complete edition of the Lord of the Rings movies. Like, I still have those. VHS had to cut shit out. Like, yeah, there's no redeeming quality to it. Uh, It's, you know, there's the nostalgia factor, which you're never going to beat that. I mean, like, you even think... That's the only thing. Like, even A-Tracks had a thing over cassette tapes, because you could choose the track. Like, cassette tapes are... Cassette tapes and VHSs are probably the worst legacy media ever. That's a conversation for right now, because I agree with you, actually. I mean, with my very limited scope of what the past looks like, obviously, I didn't have much experience with, like, 8-track or... Yeah, um, I mean, Magnetic in general literally degrades every time you play it. So that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh no, it's it's inferior just in general. But a track, you got to choose the track. Cassette tapes, no, you like fast forward and like fucking guess. Same thing with VHS tapes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know, like truthfully, I don't miss VHS, but I will admit, whenever I see like a, you know, like I'll be on Reddit and somebody posts their a VHS clip, you know, where they have. I, and obviously I'm not super technologically savvy where they somehow have like gotten it on their computer to to post. There's something incredibly like not only nostalgic, but it feels like almost homey. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was homey. But let's not even forget. So like, you guys are a little younger. VHS tapes. And I was a toddler when this changed. VHS tapes used to be insanely expensive because they were meant for renting, like for the blockbuster market. Right. It wasn't until the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie that was like the first VHS tape that was only forty dollars. Damn. It was actually meant to be bought. Previous to that, they were meant to be rented. VHS tapes were like 80, 90 bucks a pop. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Even like watching something like Seinfeld. Obviously, that 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 show is um, good, obviously, ti- for its humor and it's a timeless kind of show. But another thing is it's such a good window into what life was like back then, because there's so many, you know, things that they reference that are obsolete now. You know, oh, like it's a time so capsule. Many, 
there, there are so many episodes predicated on that. And there is an episode mm-hmm. where uh, George lo- loses the Rochelle Rochelle uh, tape. And then the place is like, yeah, you're going to have to uh, pay $90 to replace it. And he's like, $90? And, you know, he goes through the whole episode dealing with that. But, um, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy to think about how expensive certain things were and how cheaper they are now. But they also still feel just as expensive, just in a different way because of other issues, which we're not yeah. going to talk about today. We're going to keep yeah. it to 95% gaming today. Uh-huh. Thanks, Obama. I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. I just like that term because it really came out as like a thing, and I will use. Uh, I will be ninety and still just saying thanks, Obama, completely yep. ironically. Yeah. So social security has been cut. Thanks, Obama. You fuck. Yeah, yeah. If I you make it, your there. tan suit, bitch ass. <laughs> your bitch ass tan suit. Yes. That's right. That's right. But um. It's good to have both of you here. Uh, Rich is still on sabbatical for the time being. For those of you looking forward to his uh, Peter Griffin impression and his pseudo sultry voice, which Rich has never been accused of that. He is currently backpacking through Sri Lanka. I thought you were going to say Sherwood Forest. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that might be a real place. I don't actually know if that was completely fabricated, but no, I wanted to say a real place. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm pretty sure Sherwood Forest isn't real. But who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows what happens in the UK. Yeah. It's a black hole of knowledge. Although I did read an article earlier where apparently the uh, people in Parliament are just cursing way more in session than they ever used to. Thanks, Obama. Mm -hmm. See? It works for anything. It does. You know what works for anything? Me looking to make money and if you need your toilet or your bathtub clean no, i'm just kidding that's horrible that's horrible you guys are listen, allowing me to do things on this podcast that i wouldn't normally do listen you, you got we? a tongue in some time just gotta get the plug in mm-hmm. of the bathtub setting up for you because i am cleaning preparing everything for you for the low low fee um okay i'm done with that bit that was just listen. Pl- Shay will clean the bowels of your toilet with his tongue for enough money. Speaking of bowels, Josh, are you done back there? <sighs> you know, no, sure. I love the, no. the magic's the, gone the way, at this point. Like you've, you've no, you've, you've you've added to it. Just the way you did that was like you were just finishing off a refreshing can of Coke. Uh, yeah. that was more like refresh. <laughs> More like refreshing can of coke. Refreshing can of cum into Mm -hmm. my butthole. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) that is the girth, but that is the girth. Speaking of girth, let's get to the mass and sheer amount of games we're going to be talking about as we talk about the most anticipated games of 2024. So, as I was telling the guys. Um, off air some of these games have already released so I'm going to talk about them still because maybe they like me haven't gotten around to some of the games that have popped up in January and so I'm kind of curious for their opinions so one of the big games that dropped uh, earlier this month was uh, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown 
Um, obviously, a lot of people are excited for the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake that's going to be eventually dropping. But they also dropped, uh, Ubisoft also dropped the, the Lost Crown um, to kind of tide people over. Is this something that you guys are kind of interested in? I know, Josh, you kind of have a, I don't know if storied is the right word, but you've, you know, you've played Prince of Persia over time. Yeah, yeah, since for the first a very one. long time. Yeah. Um this is one that I've wanted to get to. Um I think the idea of making it into um a Metroidvania is solid. I mean, frankly, mm. some of some of that was in the uh um Prince of Persia reboot that was wow, what year was that? Oh eight? Oh six? That sounds right. That sounds um, about right. Yeah, the, the Xbox the Xbox three sixty one where they said like one, where that, that most people hated it, because oh no, it's too easy now. It had some really neat uh you know open progression ideas mm. in it that was Right. Frankly, that game was way ahead of its time, and I think if it were released now, it would be generally much more appreciated. Accepted. But yeah, um, yeah it's it's one I've been really excited to play. I just have not had close to the time uh, that I'd need to to get into that yet, or frankly, yeah. the money because when you hear side scrolling. Metroidvania, Prince of Persia. Um, my brain just kind of instantly shuts down the moment it's above forty dollars, and it's a full price game. And it's fifty not, is the new forty. Yeah. Well, it, I think it's sixty even. I, I think it's completely. No, it's it. Is it? Oh, I thought it. I think it's it's fifty because let me, again. Let me check because I now now games are seventy. So yeah. I do. I think fifty is the new forty. Yeah, fifty's the new forty. But it's not on I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're but saying yeah. with like Metroidvania. It's, like... it's not even that it's so overpriced. It's just that if it were forty bucks, I would have instantly bought it without thinking. Um mm. but whenever it's a full price game and frankly at the moment my budget's tight and there I there are a lot of other full price games coming out shortly that I'm budgeting for um mm, in order to not right. just get completely destroyed Raked by all the full Raked price games. The coals. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um so it's it's definitely one I'm gonna you know want to go back and pick up whenever it's, point, it's yeah. not everything is kind of hitting at the same time. So Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And like in terms of like budget stuff, I'm sure a lot of it's family and whatnot, but like in terms of games Yeah. Last year was an like even though we didn't play many games or at least I didn't, that was an insane year for gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a good game a year for gaming. It really was, and yeah, it was the it was year the year I was the, so many of them were triple sort of, games as well. Just like yeah. it was sort of the floodgates breaking from COVID and like yeah. working from home and bottlenecks and stuff that happened yeah. from that. It was mm-hmm. sort of oh everything's ready now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, 
But okay, uh, Ray, do you have any interest in this game or not so much? Um, I am not a Prince of Persia fan. However, I am an absolute whore for more fantasy-based Metroidvanias. I was never a Metroid fan. I do want to change that eventually because I do think I'd really enjoy it. The only Metroid I really ever played to completion was Metroid Fusion, which is a resplendent game. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, However, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is one of my favorite games of all time. I love Bloodstained, you know, all the GBA Castlevanias, like Aria of Sorrow and stuff like that are absolutely amazing Mm. so i feel like this is like right my wheelhouse it's not high on my list right now because there's so much other stuff coming out um and i admittedly money is a little tight for me right now i just started a new job where i manually masturbate farm animals for artificial insemination oh yeah 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 yeah. because well, turkeys are just too dumb to fuck on their own so someone has to help them along Mm -hmm. and i mean great not just turkeys you know I, yeah. I'm not partial. Somebody has to base but those things. So, someone. And mm-hmm. you know what? They're willing to pay. And there are other games coming out. So once I start getting paid, I have other games like high up on my list. But that will definitely be played yeah. by the end of the year. And I just everything I've heard about it, it sounds like Ubisoft just fucking killed it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, once you start calculating, you know... This game is 700 turkeys. This 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 next one is, oh my god! It's it's a I'm, full full price AAA game. That's that's I'm that's, glad that's you brought almost it back. three thousand turkeys. I'm glad you brought it back to At that, least. Josh, because I was I was literally gonna ask you guys because it's been brought up now. How much money would you have to be paid an hour to jerk off farm animals? to be willing to do that job and not only do that uh, job, sorry, but tell how others much, that you do that job. How much would I pay to do that? How much would you want to get paid to do that? Sorry. Oh, no, listen, oh. W- once, once you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. How, how much, how much would you guys be willing, willing to get paid to do something like that and be willing to talk about it with other people? I mean, that's that is less what, demeaning than most food service jobs. So yeah, minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> and before I said turkey masturbator, I brought up turkeys because I did. This is years ago. I read an article. Apparently, turkeys are too dumb to fuck on their own, so they almost need fluffers. Yeah. Well, I mean, specifically the ones we've bred for food use. Oh yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're too front too heavy. Yeah, like they yeah, can't it's... actually you know fuck each other without falling over it just it just doesn't they're not balanced properly anymore mm. nothing slots in properly mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs> and admittedly I, I i can't even feel like i am being original with that that line where i manually masturbate farm animals for artificial insemination that was taken from the original clerks movie from kevin smith Okay. Yeah, well, you know, I hadn't like, thought about that in a long, long time. I think I think a quarter of Rich's shtick is lifted from other media, and I would say myself as well. So it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to cop to anything. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I just feel like nothing. that. It's it's so old at this point. I would almost feel bad because it would almost fly under the radar. <laughs> oh, so you're you're not saying it for transparency. You're saying it for like street cred. 
No, not even street cred. It's actually straight up shame. I don't want anyone thinking I made that up. Okay, street cred. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, and there are only so, like three, four people who listen to us that are old enough to understand any of the I think things you we the just way said around. Anyway, I think so. there are only three or four people who listen to us that just would have no idea what we're talking about because everyone who listens to us is older. That probably makes sense. You're probably right. Okay. You're probably it's okay. right. It's, We've it's, probably it's, alienated... It's, it's, anyone born after 2000 several times like just the vhs discussion already they were gone just yep. just gone yep let me tell you where i was on 9 11 no, <laughs> sleeping uh no i wasn't in my no, daddy's I was going to mcdonald's i was going to mcdonald's because i was leaving a doctor's appointment mm. well huh. speaking of doctor's appointments you're gonna need a doctor when you're boy, well, your character is gonna when you're playing this next game, Tekken Eight, which dropped five days ago. Um, you know the 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 hype there for me was uh, the the Brian Cox trailer where he spent five minutes detailing what's all happened in the Tekken uh, canon, that was like everything is fucking happened. amazing. It was it was more than I was expecting, more than the world deserved. And uh, it was it was certainly interesting. I uh, what I, the hell uh, is a devil gene? Well, yeah, that's that's the thing is like whenever I play Tekken, which I ha- I much obviously much more did in the past than I have recently. I don't always uh, play fighting games, but when I do, it's Tekken. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea all of that happened in the story. I just kind of was like. Okay, I'm just gonna fight, beat the shit out of people. But like, yeah. all that story was like, okay, this is a like Japanese style story. This all makes sense. It's all ridiculous. I love it. Yeah, no, but, that, that over the top. That that reminds me. I really want another new Mortal Kombat movie. That last one was so fun. It was it's fun. So it's so dumb, but it was so fun. Like it was. It so many so yeah, many I'm video game sure movies. A sequel is coming. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I cannot wait because that last one was just the perfect popcorn movie. I was going to say pop I was going to use yeah. popcorn movie. I was going to use the exact same term. Like one thing I was disappointed about with that movie, like you know, obviously they had their cypher character who had like their his weird like armor skin. Yeah. There was a part of me that was hoping to harken back to those mixed received PS2 games and have the cypher character be Shujinko. Yeah. Just because like he's like largely forgotten now and rightfully so because those games are not great but i just feel like that would have been like a stupid way to get him back in there yeah yeah they've done weird stuff like that with a few ips lately like uh, like the dark troopers showing back up in the mandalorian and ridiculous shit like that oh like Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that would have been neat so i i probably won't play tekken 8 um just because I don't, I have a hard time spending that much money on a fighting game because I get a few days of enjoyment out of it, and then unless I have yeah. somebody to play it with, and I definitely don't want to play online yeah. because I don't want to get my ass kicked over and over and over again. Um, I, I have a hard time paying full cost, but if like if I know somebody who ends up picking up that game, I definitely want to try it out just because it's been it's been a hot minute since yeah, I've been a Tekken yeah, game. Yeah, I think fighting games generally get their value when it is something you know you're going to have like a friend to play with for a yep. significant chunk of time. Um Yeah. I and like to be honest, not to, you know, 
do what we did earlier, wax poetic or anything like that. But we're all kind of at that age where it's it's harder and harder to get people to just drop by and have a few hour gaming session. Yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like, uh, if I had people to play that game with, I might pick it up and check yeah. it out. But yeah, I've, I know I, I've mentioned I, this. I at have some mild point. interest. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I know I've mentioned this at some point in the past, but it's been forever since we've mentioned it. But I am way more of a 2D fighting game fan. Same. Um, just way more, you know, Street Fighter. Uh. Super Old Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat. The the 3D games always felt more button mashy to me. I know they're not at the highest end, but I feel like the gulf between button mashing and people who actually know what they're doing is significantly wider for 3D fighters, and it's just not something I want to put the time into to, you know make my way through i know what you're saying like for me whenever i play play those games i find like a few button combination that i know i can do that i'm good at and then i honestly just stick with that especially when it comes to 3d fighting games so i know exactly there's just there's so much more going on that i just i never feel like i'm operating at a remotely tactical level the way i am when i'm playing a 2d fighting game yep. like those yep. i i i am actually considering what i'm doing so much sooner than whenever i'm playing a 3d fighting game mm. um yeah and that's just something that's i i understand like there it's it's a it's a really cool genre genre doesn't but like style of fighting game um it's, style it's, of fighting just, game. Yeah. it's just not my it's not my wheelhouse also, at all. Also, largely not as represented anymore. I mean, Soul Calibur comes out every yeah. once in a while. Virtual Fighter is essentially dead. Yeah, like, yeah unless you're had a Soul not, Calibur in years. And mm-hmm. unless you're playing a, about it, unless you're playing a Yakuza slash like a Dragon game, like you're not get you're not gonna get to play Virtual Fighter because they only yeah. exist now in their Sega arcades. Well, like, speaking the of that, I've come to liking oh, a 3D fighter is Sifu lately and that's somewhere oh. between that's like a hybrid between a 3d fighter and, and a brawler and it, well not even like a brawler but like a an action game like you know in the, in the devil may cry slash bayonetta okay. style vein it's that. it's somewhere yeah. in between it's way more demanding of you it it's it's almost all the way to 3D fighter but not quite and that mm. i think is a really that, that that was a sweet spot for me i love sifu all right no see see i never played sifu but it seemed awesome like it just i oh, love yeah. the aging mechanic it seemed like a great idea oh it's outstanding that, if you if you've not gotten around to sifu at this point you i'm sure you'll find it on sale at some point at this that's you know, at this point. kind of what i like like, in some sort of lull, like I'll find mm-hmm. it for like eight bucks or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, and now Shay to re-tee it up. Yeah, thank Ga- you. Games are like Virtua Fighter. You can't find it anymore unless you play games like Like a Dragon. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> um, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth also dropped on the same day as Tekken Eight, which is yep. um, the rebranding of saying Yakuza Eight drops. 
um, on the what what did I say? Twenty six, yeah, twenty six yes. of this month. Um, I know Rich would be very very excited to talk about that. Yeah, um, I will. I, I'm just gonna cut in. I want to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Go go off for a few minutes. Yeah, I I love the Yakuza series. Like Rich and I got into it at roughly the same time, mm-hmm. and probably I never really got into it, but last year, um, like a dragon, the like a dragon guy den, the man who erased his name was mm-hmm. probably my favorite game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think too hard about it, but I just remember <laughs> like. No, like I just kept on coming back to it. Like even oh, yeah, when no, I put no. it down, I would just pick it back up. I'd be like, "Shit, I just want to get back in there and do some more shit in the fucking fighting arena." Mm-hmm. Um, and Yakuza Like a Dragon, you know, the seventh games, the first game starring Ichiban Kazuka. I loved it. I loved the pivot to the yeah. uh, turn-based JRPG combat. I loved the slavish sort of. Uh, <sighs> loving of dragon quest because that's yeah. really you know you i can't just... believe how good of a pivot that was from one of the most beloved video game protagonists of all time to yeah a- anyone being able to fill those shoes it uh, just worked yeah. it just fucking worked and this know. game i have not purchased it yet it is one of my most in this and another title, like it's pretty much one and two interchangeably. Again, my current job, uh, where I'm masturbating farm animals, once I get my first major paycheck, I am buying, admittedly, the hardcore edition of the game. I'm spending. I the thought you were gonna say gloves, but that works too. No, I don't need gloves. I love what I do. I like the tactile feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all about my the mouth. So sticky when I go home. It, it, no, you just wash your hands properly. It's fine. It's it, it, a little bit of rubbing alcohol. You're good to go. Mm. But this game, this game, every report I've heard on it early on, and the, I don't really go off Metacritic as terms of absolute quality, but like, it's been super high. There's like a full Animal Crossing game. They brought back the Sujimon stuff. Like, this game seems to have so much, and they even improved upon the turn-based combat system, and, um. As far as characters go, the characters from Yakuza Like a Dragon, those returning characters, their personalities, it's like it, it got so upbeat, so positive. Like, you know, Ichiban is such a good character and he brings out like the best in this sort of like setup. Yeah. I am all the way here for this game and just everything added on top of it. And just going to Hawaii, I feel like, is sort of a uh logical ex- extension of Ichiban's personality. Yeah. You know, the being like happy. Coming out of this game just in the last few days have been just top tier. Um yeah. No, everything about this like and I'm so excited because the head of RGG Studio left to form his own deal and just the fact that they're still carrying on the quality like I feel like this series mm-hmm. is in such good hands and it feels like a true passing of the torch especially I'm not going to share like I don't think it's a spoiler but like first Kiru, Kiryu the protagonist of most of the Yakuza games is in the game but his circumstances mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into because that might be more spoilerish although they got into it in everything else 
but whatever. Um, this feels like a true passing of the torch sort of moment. And the man who erased his name, the Gaiden story, uh, sort of helps cement that. Like, you know everything is going on. It's going off the back of things that happened in Yakuza 6 as well as Yakuza 7 at the same time. No, this game just seems like so fucking much. And again, my my other most anticipated game of the year is another Sega title. Like, Sega is fucking killing it in terms of the companies it owns. They're almost like the opposite of, say, Embracer. You know, like where Embracer is closing studios and stuff like that, whereas yeah. Sega owns studios or just all these niche studios that are just kind of making one thing that a small group of people loves. It's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and they're selling DLC. Like, and this game is not on Game Pass, so again, I will probably buy the most expensive version thereof. The one thing I have to say about um, Infinite Wealth that I fucking hate. New Game Plus is paywalled. What? Oh, you didn't see this? If you buy the base edition of the game, you don't get access to New Game Plus when you beat the game. Fuck that. Like, it is shitty. It is that's shitty. That's not just shitty. That seems like something that would instantly be fixed with a mod on Steam. Like, instantly. Oh, because it's such oh, on bullshit. Steam, I'm sure. On Steam, I'm sure. But the thing is, like, I'm not even a huge New Game Plus person when it comes to Yakuza games because they're just so big that I accept the fact yeah, that I'm yeah. not going to hit everything. The only Yakuza game I ever platinumed was six on mm-hmm. the PlayStation just because that was actually a much smaller game in scope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just a shitty business practice. That's, like, I don't want yeah. this happening along. No, you know. no, that's complete bullshit because that's not even... There is zero extra work that went into a new game plus mode. That's period zero like that. Yeah. Imagine GTA said you beat the campaign. Now give us more money if you want to continue on with the character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's. That's one of the shittiest possible. Like and uh, we're already in an era where games are now more expensive. Yeah. Like as they sh- as they should because just the the sunk cost like as much money goes into them like I get why games are seventy dollars based now yeah. I'm actually not arguing with that but the fact of the matter is that, like if I want the version that gets me new game plus at base I have to pay eighty yeah that's that's what's bullshit about it like I I think there's frankly I think a lot of the game should cost more discussion is a little overblown because the market has expanded so much that. They're making money in number of sales, not the the cost of the games at this point. Just because and the also, market so there's, is, is, is huge. They're selling digitally. They're also selling digitally more yeah, and so more. Yeah, there's, there's so no manufacturing stores costs. Are, it's, and the stores are getting not getting a cut and shit like that. Yeah. So there's a difference. The market has shifted. Yeah, uh, which isn't to say that there's not room for the $70, the $80 game. Frankly, I feel like some of the AAA games, that's the only way they make sense because their budgets are bloated far, far, far beyond what they actually should be. 
And oh, and, I, I, I and think some to, studios to make that, are yeah. very guilty of that. Like you look at like Sony, like Naughty Dog and stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like Sega. Yeah, a lot Sega, of the prestige titles like... are just they are throwing money at these games that isn't justified in some cases. I, I feel like, and a lot of them I feel it like is. Sega is kind of keeping yeah. it in check. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, that, that, that's my my point being. There's room for these more expensive games. Locking new game plus behind something to get you to pay more is not a reason. That's like, frankly, this is this is going back to the beginning of DLC as far as bullshit they're trying to get you. Like, this is this is beyond the pale. This is worse than fucking horse armor as far as. DLC. I was gonna say horse armor. Yeah, no, like yeah. this, this horse armor. At least someone worked on that. New game plus, they just let you start the game again with your old save file. Like, there's literally zero work involved in that. Like, come it's on. More like a, also, we, I know we hit a part in the uh, 360 era. I feel like where, uh, like, say, where GTA 3, you hit just button combinations or cheats. They started selling cheats. Yeah, yeah. It's the same bull. It's the same bullshit. It's, yeah, like, it's bullshit. Those were put in there specifically because devs needed those tools in order to test stuff. Like it was, it was made because it had to be made to test the game. It already exists. They did no extra work for it. It should not be an additional charge. I like, think. I think we're gonna we're gonna see. For as long as gaming is a marketable thing, that companies are going to try any every which way to get extra money and nickel and dime people. And I, yeah. I, I would even take the outside of gaming and just say capitalism in general. Well, yeah, and that's a yeah. conversation for another day. Yeah, but everything is I mean, regardless, I mean, regardless of the circumstances or the, the whatever, whatever the situation may be, it is, um, it is not good practice. It's obviously. Um, it's yeah. not uh, like if there if there's a legitimate viable reason to make those changes as long as there's transparency I think that's a good thing but like, ta- like what you guys are talking about uh, paywalling a new game plus mode something which has never been done and there's seemingly no reason for it Um, it shouldn't take much more work to make a new game plus mode why would you be charging extra money now, if it was something different, where it's like a completely different style uh, of mode that's that was added into the game that took extra work, extra programming, so on and so forth, and they wanted to pay wallet, sure. I, I'm yeah. still not keen on that process, but that would make a little bit more sense. Whereas this, from what I, from this what doesn't I gather, seem like it, 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 there's any reason to justify there being a more expensive price tag on something like a new game plus. From what I gather, they would have had more right to charge for the Animal Crossing minigame just because of how fully fleshed out, from what I understand it yeah. is. It's almost its own game. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense to me. Like, if you want to be in this world more, you want to do something ridiculous, completely different, that makes sense. Like, I understand there is some value in just... making your IP a bigger part of your audience's life. So something like an Animal Crossing DLC, it's it's advertising in a way, mm. but also... 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to weigh in on that. The whole Animal Crossing thing because that's a, that's completely different. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and, and I've not played but, it, so I don't want to have a hot take. Yeah, that's and just completely an uninformed opinion. Yeah, 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 exactly. I've got plenty I've, of uninformed opinions. I don't need another. Right. Exactly. But um, yeah. So like a dragon, infinite wealth. Um, still is dropping. I'm sure a lot of people will really enjoy that game. Haven't been able to yeah. get in that series yet. Maybe someday. But uh, moving on from that, it's a shame that, again, Rich isn't here to discuss this. Uh, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, which is a game that drops in two day, three days uh, at the time of this recording. It's a video um, game. Okay. I've seen ads for this. But yes. I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a movie or what because they just show the characters and literally nothing else about anything. That's fair. It's which, like it's from Rocksteady, which um, did uh, Arkham. Yeah, they so. make okay stuff. Like that could be good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure the advertising the... doesn't inspire a lot of confidence when they're not doesn't showing do it any anything. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of a known quantity. It's a known studio. So yeah. if you like the Arkham games, I'm sure it'll be kind of like an evolution of that, like the next gen level of what the Arkham games were. Maybe I'm wrong there, um, but it looks mm. it looks interesting. It's not really my like something that I'm particularly looking forward to, but it looks interesting. I would say. Yeah. So long as they keep Ezra Miller as the Flash. That's the only way I'll play it. Exactly, right? He's not controversial at all. As someone who's omnipresent, I've I've seen enough Ezra Miller to, you know, I don't need him in my games as well. Mm. Sorry, them in my games as well. I don't know if they still identify as... Anyway, never mind. But, um... It's okay. Poor memory. They they kidnapped people. Uh Oh, exactly. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I, I I really can't have anyone muscling in on that. They 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 uh, sort of get the they get the they can't tisk tisk people once you kidnap people. Yeah. To some degree. To some degree. But um. Also, uh, the Persona Three. Um, oh yeah. Uh, re remake. I wanted to make sure I said remake and not remaster. Um, is also dropping in three days, which is something that I think for longtime fans of the Persona series or newer fans more so than the longtime fans, because this game came out on the PS2 and the PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Both well, sorry, of which are PS2, kind of... PSP, and then PS Vita. Yeah. Um, in that order. Yeah. That I'm sure a lot of fans are going to be excited for this because it is being rebuilt from the ground up. Uh, for for some people who will be excited i'm sure most who will be playing this game there was uh i was reading the the news on it a little bit this morning there was a transphobic moment in the game that has since been lifted and pulled out completely um they're learning yeah which is cool it's cool to see that i mean like some people are gonna bemoan it but like the original still exists so yeah um well but regardless of that yeah I mean, it still It'll exists in physical media. It's not like there's anywhere else to really get a hold of it. Well, I mean... have you heard of the internet? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, you can emulate exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. PS2 is easy to emulate at this point. Um, and PSP, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> PSP, it's actually easier to emulate than to play the actual console. 
because um, the batteries they used in those things just do not hold up. I've got like three or four PSP batteries, and I don't know if a single one works currently, just because of the the form factor of those things. They just they just like well, to to die. Not to derail, not to Sorry, derail it, I'm, but like I I've, I've recently replaced batteries in my Nintendo DS and my GBSP. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just keep those things going, you yeah. know. But well, I'm those, saying those are P- those were good PSP. batteries anyway, because th- most of yeah, those well, are n- still, n- yeah. N- Nintendo makes stand-up batteries, but I've also replaced the batteries in a PS Vita. Yeah. The Vita mm. is another one. I've got a Vita that... Actually, I'm going to go check. I'm going to see if my Vita that has not been charged in nine months turns on. My money is on it <laughs> turning on. I, oh, I, the, I will the, be the right back. Better. But okay. In the meantime, I will talk about Persona 3 because this is actually my most anticipated game. Okay. Um, Persona 3 is, I think, one of the greatest JRPGs ever made. Mm. Just a sp- specifically the Persona 3 portable version because of the female protagonist. So I'm so sad that that's not being involved with this Persona 3 reload. Bet you it's going to be DLC. Yeah, you're fucking right, because Sega loves their DLC. And you know what? I'll fucking pay for it. Yeah, you know. But you know what? Also, it's day one Game Pass. So I can't complain. Yeah, you can't. Quit bitching. I'm just, you don't see me bitching. You know, uh, this Friday, this is my most anticipated game. This game looks resplendent in it terms does. of how much it is giving proper treatment to a game that was ahead of its time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I know a lot of people are going to be really excited for this game. Um, hopefully you get some new fans, especially because it's going to be a day day one game pass as you mentioned mm-hmm. that um hopefully this is a good entry point for some people to finally get into persona if they haven't already it's it's finally dead this it's dead this, it's finally oh, it's dead. dead i'm sure the battery will still work fine but i know the last time i attempted to turn it on after I, six months it still had nearly the full charge juice. yeah i mean i had to replace my replacement GBA SP battery because it just wouldn't charge because I didn't charge it after so long because mm-hmm. I bought a uh, flash cart to sort of think oh, oh let's yeah. play the game's original hardware um, I had to rebuy but th- those are third party batteries like they're they're like, not the you know, yeah exactly it, it's like not even Foxconn quality where you know have to suffer killing themselves making iPhones mm-hmm. like so I'm not surprised but no the Persona 3 Reload, new music from Lotus Juice, new designs for the... Like, everything about this has been blown out mm-hmm. in great ways. And what... it's Do I hope... Is, I love 3, just from the story perspective, but it was absolutely part of the old, old style of game. Whenever, well, it was whenever a strat- it yeah. It was a straddling point. Exactly, like, exactly. Tra- they they had they made a yeah. bunch of progress as far as the storytelling goes, but there was so much grindy and like random role bullshit in three that you'd like you'd waste time. Like, okay, I want to fuse these three personas in order to make a new one. And there's there's a one percent chance to get the skill that I want on this fusion and 
you oh, end yeah. up you re-roll it over and over for like a fucking hour in order to get the skill you wanted because they just and had they, no respect for your time. And like they it's a possibility, four, but yeah. yeah. No, and then they even with Persona Three Portable, and Portable was the only way I've ever played this game. By the way, yeah, I I didn't play um, the PS2 entries. Persona Three Portable is the only way I ever played it. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to direct character control, also because it came out after Persona yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah, the default- original one, you had AI party members. You controlled yourself so, and no one else. There was there was so I've much the bullshit in there that just. It made sense thematically at the time. Baron Kieran, Baron Kieran with Mitsuru. (laughs) Oh dear God! Yeah, exactly. It was, it was one of those things that we put up with at the time. But at this point, people would lose their goddamn minds with the amount of oh, for sure, time wasting if if it was not updated. And you know what, though? My sincere hope, uh, and uh, every review I've read so far, it actually seems to bear out. The statuses still actually matter. Like, there are places for Marin Kirin and things yeah, like yeah. inducing rage and stuff like that. Yeah, and exactly. Persona 3 was more complicated for that because it did have the thrust, the slash, and the blunt, like, sort of things yeah, that, that was, partially was got brought back tough game in Persona 5. Yeah. No, in Persona, you know, Persona 3, I beat the male scenario. I've gotten through the, you know, female scenario several times, never completely beat it. And I... I would seriously pay, like, another $50 if they made the female scenario in this whole, like, art style, just because of, like, how the music changes and stuff. Yeah. The music was better in the female scenario on Portable. Like, the battle music, like, it was... Yeah. It, it was so good. Yeah, this is one of those games that... Persona has always been weird with the way they handle their DLC slash re-release schedule. It's never been DLC. It's always been, we're going to remake the game with additional stuff. It's it's a weird way to release well, those. And frankly, I think not my favorite as far as you know you pay full price for every single additional thing they add to it um well now they have their standard thing now where like oh you can get the school costumes and the other music battle changes for the other games like you mm-hmm. can buy you know persona 4 costumes and battle game music pers- you know phantom thieves costumes yeah but also like i've actually resolved to this like because purely because it's on game pass day one I'm not buying any DLC originally. I I am used to playing Persona games multiple times. Yeah. So the first time for reload, I want to play it pure. I want the new music. I want to hear Lotus Juice. I don't, you know, I don't want to hear Lin as much as I love Lin's music in Persona Five. Yeah. I don't want to hear Rivers in the Desert. Yeah. While yeah, yeah. playing Persona Three. Yeah, amazing no, no. song. Persona Three had an outstanding sound. Oh, it's had several outstanding soundtracks at this point. Um, several, you're right. Yeah. And apparently, this new soundtrack is equally as outstanding. Like Lotus Juice got back in the studio. Like they're just not quitting. So you know what? I want to hear it pure. And also, I'm liking the new looks when they go into Tartarus. Like they have like pieces of armor on them and shit like that. Like yeah. they're not just wearing their basic school uniforms. Like I, I was like. That it's a small but significant change. Mm-hmm. 
No, like they they've done so much with this. I'm so excited to play it. I'm so happy it's on Game Pass. Um, again, Sega to me between like a dragon, like person, like, they're just killing it. And yeah. they are. They're getting they're getting embedded in a big way with Microsoft. That like this seems to be like their new push into Japan. Sega's a good mm. company to do it with. Yeah, you know, no, they that tried... makes sense. It really does. If you're going to try to get in that market, frankly, it's it's they a tr- it's one of the best values from Game Pass currently is the amount of Sega titles on there. Um, I mean, the hours alone with Yakuza, you can play Yakuza zero through seven. Yeah, that's hundreds and hundreds of hours. Like, mm-hmm. you know the. Not since they were like, oh, Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey, like, you know, back on the Xbox 360 era, like, that was, like, their first attempt. Like, this is their biggest Japan push to date. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, that's good, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be, I think it'll be a good entry point for some people, especially those who uh, are addicted to um, Game Pass, so... Um, as Josh is t- typing privately, which I agree, I'm going to move the show a little <laughs> bit more quickly because, yeah, this is only January. We have a long-ass way to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real quickly, real quickly, Josh, I want to mention this one. This game is coming out in February. Um, we are going to be having the next Hell Divers come out, which comes out uh, February 8th. The original was a top-down co-op twin-stick shooter mm-hmm. uh, about zapping aliens from another planet. So this kind of sounds cool. Um, I'm, I'm obviously I don't have any experience with the if original. We're zapping aliens from this planet—that's more of a uh, modern warfare sort of a deal. True. Yeah. True. But uh, that one sounds kind of cool. I have some passing interest in that one. The uh, the one that I wanted to mention um, because I had mentioned it years ago, back when we pretty much were first starting out. We were early in our uh, podcasting days here at. Sword Chomp was a uh, Skull and Bones. Yeah, is supposed to be coming out February sixteenth. And uh, if anybody who's been living under a rock doesn't know what that is, um, it was a spinoff from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It was originally supposed to be some kind of DLC, and then it ended up becoming its own thing. And then it has been delayed. Uh, um, time and time and time again. I think it's about six or seven times that it has been delayed over the past six or seven years. And so finally, um, it is Ubisoft is saying that February 16th, this is the day it's coming out. Um, I, you know, I played a little bit of Black Flag. I think that is um, it's, it's a pretty cold take that that is the best Assassin's Creed game for a lot of people, myself included, even though I never played it till completion, which I plan to one day here very soon, that that so many people have kind of held out hope that this game is going to be a really good game. Um, if it is similar to that formula, my, my, <clears throat> excuse me, my one concern with the game, with it being delayed and, you know, passed through multiple hands, that it's going to either be kind of like this jumbled mess or it's going to feel like a game that should have been released in 2016 and not 2024, um, which feels really weird to say that it's 2024 officially, but 
I'm a little concerned about that. However, I am still moderately excited that this game is actually going to come out and um, it'll be good. That's my hope. But I'm excited for that one. Um, The one that uh, all of us, I think, are collectively going to be excited for, February 29th is a day on every gamer's calendar as the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2, or more commonly known as <laughs> Rebirth, um, is going to be dropping. Uh, the reason why I have so much hype for that is obviously we talked at length, great length in the past, about the first installment of this remake trilogy. Um, I'm very excited for this game, so much so that um, I think I'm actually going to finally make the jump to next gen here in a week or two in preparation for this game. You know, I'd been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and I said when this game officially was going to be coming out is when I'd make the jump. And I think it's time I'm going to be making the jump. And it's funny because I have additional hype with this game because Apex Legends, uh, which is a game I have been addicted to the last few weeks, almost month now, that they are doing a crossover event. So in their Battle Royale mode, um, you can pick up Cloud's Buster Sword, and there there's also Materia in the game that you can play with, and it's a part of the Battle Royale. So for me, that's added to the extra hype of this game. I am so excited to see kind of what's going to happen in this game because of course like the the beginning sequence is such a strong part of that game which is what part one uh uh, sorry the beginning sequence of the original is such a strong component and part of that um original game and the remake i think in many 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 ways did the original justice and did that intro beginning five ten hours of the game justice um after that obviously when you leave midgar the game really opens up and it becomes an open world game um pseudo open world i should say and i am really excited to see where it goes from here because some of the best moments obviously come when you leave i know that they have that it's called intermission right where that dlc where they introduced uh yuffie is that correct? Inter, it's not intermission. It's inner. Is it inner grade? Inner grade. That's it. I knew it was something. Inner grade. Yeah. I knew it was a that's made up it. word, but yeah, that's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I I didn't play that yet. Obviously, I don't have the next gen. I know that that has some stuff in there that obviously takes place after you leave Midgar and whatnot. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see certain se- sequences and. I don't want to keep the conversation going too long on this, but I'm really excited to see Golden Saucer. I think we'll get to that point. Um, I think we're going to see... I'm really excited to see Barrett's backstory and see that animated um, to modern day. Because I remember that part being extremely affecting when I was a kid. I'm kind of curious, and I I wanted to pick your guys' brain... With everything that the game's doing, potentially, the scope that it's trying to achieve, 
my two questions are where do you think the game or sorry what do you think the game will omit from the original or kind of like rework to where it's not as big of a deal and my second question um is where do you think it will stop at you know um you know the first one had a logical and natural stopping point where do you think the second game will stop so uh i'll throw it to you first josh what do you do you think that they will omit anything what they will admit or change drastically and where do you think they will stop the game Honestly, I don't see them omitting anything after the first remake. Like, almost nothing got cut, really. Um, a lot of it was retooled, but, like, some of the dumb shit that, like, oh, this is obviously going to be on the cutting room floor if they're remaking it. Like, it doesn't need to be in there. It's not really thematically relevant. It's It has nothing to do with the story. It still ended up in there. Um... And so I'm kind of, I'm expecting to see every dumb little thing that they, like, I expect at some point Cloud is going to ride a dolphin in order to get himself launched up onto a platform so he can sneak into Junon. Like. You know, like, you know, you're joking about that. Doesn't Tifa have a dolphin? No, no, no. Like, literally, that happens in the original game is that that's how you sneak oh, into yeah, Junon because that, that. The, the girl. What? I think she has like for some reason she gives you like the Shiva materia and then and then uses her dolphin she gives you a whistle in order to have you jump up in just like to the uh like the rafters in order to sneak into the city. It's it's ridiculous. It's right, I, it's right after you give CPR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I expect I've already seen screenshots of Cloud on a Segway. I they're not cutting anything is like I, I I don't see why they would after they added that in <laughs> but like um as far as where they're going to stop um that's a hard thing to say because frankly the after Midgar and the opening section all the disc stopping points are a little more on the arbitrary side. Um, like, the first one was obvious. It's disc one. You do Midgar. There's there's a ton of story there. From here on out, um, it's hard to say. Um, I kind of feel like it's going to have to be a completely different spot. I almost... Mm, Dead air. I I feel like the obvious spots and again they'd have to so much of it at this point is kind of side questy and depending on how they handle there are side quests in the original game like Yuffie they made that integrate its whole own thing it makes sense it should never really, really been a side quest. Like Yuffie and um, Vincent are optional characters. 
Final Fantasy's got a long history of optional characters, but Seven's got so much. a long history with the fan base that there's no such thing as an optional character at this point. Um, mm. you, you, you can't. Um, so that's got to kind of all be added back in and it was at random spots originally. I don't know. My, my, my thought is when you get the high wind and then had to kind of have the last episode being Instead of instead of having the disc breaks where they were before, like have this up until the high wind, and then the last one is way more of a globe trotting. We're we're taking care of everything before the end and stopping meteor, sort of a sort of a thing. Um, okay, okay. I I think that works. Mm. Um, I kind of feel like they're gonna move some of the Vincent side quests into this chapter. Like at least that would make sense to me. Uh, in order, just like thematically, in order to fit that in. But I, I don't know. It's 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 a really hard thing to do trying to make this into not disc breaks where oh I can immediately go back into the next thing. It's it, but having like unique arc sort of spots. I mean, mm. honestly, going. Another good breaking spot would be after visiting, uh, like the the Cetra ruins. Um, that's like to, to just cut in there. I think that's exactly where they're gonna cut it because it makes sense. That that's... that moment is that moment is forever imprinted on every uh, millennial and before well, gens is, yeah. minds who played that game. Yeah, and I kind of think it could be both. Like, it could be both. Like, kind of re... Just slide some things slightly around in the story in order to have it be, you know, oh, you just got this freedom, but you've got this really important thing you should go do first. That's where the story ends, because there's so much that shifts after that point where it really feels like you're getting more and more powerful. I can take on anything. And then all of a sudden there's this huge shift in the world where all of a sudden the weapons are unleashed and there's, it feels like the world is dangerous again. Like I, we don't stand a chance at actually taking, you know, care of everything we wanted to up until this point. And that's kind of where I feel like thematically it needs to stop and have the last chunk of the remake be overcoming that that's gonna be interesting because like there's like what you're talking about like they of course the ultimate weapon um they will for sure include in the game and that's gonna be such an epic yeah. sequence and that'll oh, be yeah, the part yeah. all, all, the, all the weapons i think need to be in well, the last part of the game but my my i'm curious if they're going to include ruby and emerald and if they will make that mandatory or not or they'll still keep it optional. I think those but, could be optional, but I I feel like all three of them should be in that last section of the game just to make it feel more dangerous. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um I like for me and Ray I'll let you cut in at the end. I feel like they're going to cut some of the like side content out of there like 
raising a jolt a gold chocobo yeah. i don't see like i but like they have to include knights of the nine i would assume they would have to include that in some capacity i don't know how they're gonna do it if they if they keep chocobos in like where you can catch them in the overworld if they do some kind of overworld thing then absolutely knights of the nine is in there um 100 yeah i think that they're gonna cut out some of the gold saucer stuff because I, I don't know if you remember how many mini games were in the gold saucer. There are a ton. Or they're, yeah. Maybe they're not going to cut them, but they're going to rework some of them. Like, you remember that, uh, oh, what is it? That Mog House game where basically you just watch the Mog story and then you get free tokens or credits. Yeah. I don't think they'll there include was, that in there. Yeah. There's, There's a lot the rest... there that was kind of. Well, we built time this, so let's put it in there. Like, yeah, there was like you know, the, the, like the little wrestling, the 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 is the rock paper scissors game where you just try and punch somebody. Mm-hmm. There was the basketball, uh, simulator. There's the snowboarding simulator, and then there's yeah. the motorcycle simulator. Yeah, the snowboarder and the motorcycle because well, we we made these for other parts of the game, so let's stick it in there. As um, long as those two mini games are in there, I'm gonna be happy. I really love those ones a lot. Especially the motorcycle one, I played yeah. that countless times. They could I love definitely, that sequence. frankly, considering like everything going on there, I think they can. A lot of the gold saucer stuff has been reworked for Final Fantasy fourteen at this point. Um, I I think they could definitely in Final Fantasy fourteen. Some of those mini games are like the tiniest of mini games. Like this is this is not really a thing. It's it's. It's a simple game, like the basketball. Like, it's just a mm. timing mini game, And you basically right. get nothing from it. It's just something to mindlessly do while you're talking to somebody else. Makes more sense in, a, in an MMO uh, right. to mindlessly do. Um, yes. So I think there's room for that sort of thing to still be in there, because it's not... It's like, it's dead simple to implement. Um, so I don't really see them needing a reason to cut it. Um, but yeah, some of it needs to be retooled because some of it felt the gold saucer always felt a little incomplete. Like even in the original game, because there were bits and pieces that felt like they were so much more involved than you actually ever interacted with. Um and just seeing it fleshed out at all more would be great. Um Frankly, mm. I feel like the second disc is going to have a lot more of the mini games in it. it I think I think that's kind of be going to going to be where it shines. Is yes. giving more space to these side stories. I've already heard that they're going to do a way more extended and like expanded storyline for Costa del Sol, which mm. A is a really cool thematic place to go in the original game, yes. but there's not yes. a lot actually there. It just leaves an outsized impression of what it is. It's it's such a like it's such a vibe in that game. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. It's it's something that we talked about in the past and it's going to be funny to see it is like for a big part of the game, you're trying to stop uh Hojo and then you end up seeing him at the beach and you you're like, "Okay, let's let's dispense of the uh the violence and the the hatred for just this moment. We're on the fucking beach. It's a beach episode. Give us give yeah. us a moment of fresh air. 
Like yeah, Hojo's and... trying to like get his dick wet. <laughs> yeah. Give him a moment. Yeah. Let him get his dick wet. And yeah. as long as the game approaches that as hilariously as the original does, it'll be fine. That sequence will be cool. I, I really like that 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 area as well. It 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 very much like it was a <clears throat> how do I say? The game's never like like well no, actually it is a pretty fucking serious game most of the time. It is a very serious game 90% of the time. So the most memorable sequences of that game some of the most I should say are the moments where you get a breath of fresh air, like mm-hmm. like the Costa del Sol area or like the Golden Saucer. Even though really horrible shit happens preceding and succeeding those moments, those moments are some of the most memorable in the original just because they're they allow you to breathe. They allow the game to have a moment where it's like, okay, relax. Yeah. We know shit's about to pop off again, but have this moment of uh fresh air. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really curious to see how they handle some of those, like, lighter sequences, those lighter moments in the story. Yeah, yeah, and I, again, kind of, that, that's how I feel if you're gonna, if you're gonna redo this story, it makes the most sense to have the original chapter be what we got, and then this middle section be understanding more of what's going on in the world, but it be a little lighter. Because there's so much you've got to learn at this mm. in this next section that it could just be too melodramatic if they don't give it that room to breathe. And I feel like I agree. that's it's a really hard balancing act. Um yeah. but that's that's what I wanna see. I wanna see them allowing you time to <sighs> It's. I say it's a hard balancing act, but I, I think it's necessary. I think this is something a lot of games don't do well. Mm. Um, and frankly, I think that the team at Square Enix has done exceptionally well lately mm. is um, giving you time to care if the world is destroyed. Like, oh, this right. is a place I want to be. This is this is a world I care about. And I think that's the job that this chapter of Final Fantasy VII has to do. Mm. Like, there's still more story you have to get going forward, but you have to want to save this world. Mm. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I I want to do I want to do a much deeper dive on this. Maybe that's something that we can sit down and do. Like, we could do like a mini episode where we talk about kind of like uh, what we hope the game goes through. What we like. Because these are, like, the two questions I asked are actually pretty in-depth questions. And um, for the, in, in the sake of um, moving the conversation along and make sure we don't spend too much time on a game, maybe we could sit down and do, like, a mini-episode where we talk about this much more at length. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just time-wise. It... Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Ray, do you have anything you want to add to this before we move on? Honestly, I I actually just started playing this game recently. Um, oh, the the, I, the the remake, remake, yeah. Okay. It, it, almost in anticipation of a rebirth coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I got about twelve hours in. Realized I was playing the game kind of terribly, and yesterday, kind of, de- I deleted my save file to start over. Okay. Mm. Okay. Because 
I realized I was uh, treating sort of uh, Cloud's Punisher stance badly. Like, I really didn't get how, like, counter and stuff like that. So I was, like, kind of brute it's, forcing, which is, like, yeah. I was just potioning, potioning, potioning. I was, like, wait, I'm playing this game badly. And this game, and I didn't want to put it, I put it on easy mode, but I was, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I mm. want mm. I want to beat this game where it's, where it wants me to be. Like, I want to meet this. Like, if I want to play old Final Fantasy VII, I can play old Final Fantasy VII. I have a million and a half ways of playing that. <laughs> Yeah, you. But you can't play it on your Alexa. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, not yet. But in terms of the story, and I get how it changes. And the thing is, I am. I love Crisis Core on the PSP. Yeah. I love it so, and I, I I know how the story changes, and I know what is happening and what is going on. I've seen the videos. I am here for the changes. Like, I love it, how they're handling it. Again, like we've seen so many bullshit MCU like multiverse bullshit. Mm. But the way that this FF FF seven story is handling it, I'm actually here for it. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, you know cool. What? Zach Fair is a great character. And you know what? If I had a guess, you know, you're bringing up before, like, where does it think it ends and stuff like that? I think they already kind of said it ends at the ancient city. Oh, really? Hmm. I think it's kind of known a, at this it's point. It's a known quantity at this point. Yeah, I think it ends at the ancient city. But if I had to imagine, because they're saying that, that means that shit is going to change. And not to spoil a game from 1997, Aerith dies. Oh no, she gets stabbed by Sephiroth in PS1 graphics. If I had to guess, if it actually ends in Ancient City, where she gets stabbed through the spine, shit's going to change there. We'll, we'll have to, I, I think uh, we'll have to talk about that sequence in a much, like like I said, not podcast so because there, I've, yeah. I've, oh, there's, there's so much. So, there. There's so much to break. There's so much to break down, especially in how they yeah change. Well, yeah, yeah. Zach. Like and again, like they teed that up right at the very. I mean, well, they hinted at it through all of Seven Remake, but like they made it explicit right at the very end. Like, oh, this is. It's going to be different. It's an alternate timeline thing. It's in conversation with the original story. Uh, All of oh, it was just made explicit. The, so this this game kind of has to dementors. make something out of all of that effort. We're seeing it, and yeah. and from what I see, like just again, this is just from what I've gathered, and this is all guessing slash reading website profiles Sephiroth seems to have larger designs on again a multiversal sort of thing I think the reunion yeah. means a different thing now mm. yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see kind of where this goes because it's, it seems like all gloves are off and um, it can get real I think it can and it's gonna get really fucking weird in the next installment <laughs> 
Yeah. They're putting the money and the time into it, and I respect I the hell out of it. I, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. 100%. I res- it's so good. It's so much better than Aragay's God Bless the Ring. <laughs> Nothing beats that game. But you know what comes close? I'm just kidding. It doesn't. Uh, Homeworld 3 is going to be dropped uh, March 8th. Which, I've, got, uh, I've got two more February ones. If Just, just quick mentions. Uh, okay. Ultra Us, uh, which is a uh, Metroidvania with, like, really surreal graphics it's it's done by the artist slash musician uh el Horvo, who's done okay. stuff like uh hotline miami um it looks insane like it is oh it's the guys who did hotline miami yeah well no no no, not, oh, not the guys it was one of the one of the artists who did music for that but he's also done a ton of uh visual art as well um in a some other games but just in general um El Huerfo. But just yeah. to ask is it is it pixel art as well it is not pixel art it is like a hand drawn surreal uh watercolor sort of a look to it um that, that still sounds that awesome calendar. that looks great yeah yeah it's that it is awesome. absolutely gorgeous um and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. If if any of those things are are vibes you've you've dug before in other games, mm. like it it looks outstanding. It also looks like it controls pretty tight, just from the developers they've got working on it, which is always mm-hmm. a huge thing for Metroidvania because you're gonna be. They can be absolutely ruined by poor game feel um and it looks looks good metroidvania seems to be coming in waves like you know bloodstain caused another one and i feel like where metroid dread almost started another one yeah 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 we've been getting more of the like tight combat style like it, it seems like uh the prince of persia uh metroidvania is definitely taking that sort of Hey, we've got parries and and perfect dodges and stuff in there that are directly from Metroid Dread, um, right? Which is, yeah, it's cool. Um, it's there, cool that we're seeing know, get, iteration on a lot of these ideas that are cool takes on the genre. We're getting sure. so so many games that are like, oh, we'll hold your hand, and then so many games are just like, get good. And then different contexts, like not just like a Bloodborne environment. And I'm yeah. here for it. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. So so oh. that's that's one of them. The the other one okay. is Pacific Drive, which I mentioned way back when we first. Oh saw that. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that, I remember is... when that when that was uh that release trailer was yeah. dropped. Yeah yeah that is. I've been I've been waiting for that for for years now, and I am really excited to play that at the end of the month. So that looks cool. I forgot that that one was coming out. So I'm glad you mentioned that one. That one looks really cool. Oh yeah yeah. Super stoked for that. So, um, yeah, good. I'm glad you mentioned those quickly. Some quick hitters. Homeworld three. Uh, for those of you who are longtime PC gamers, um, you will probably be pretty familiar with this game. It's a uh, deep space strategy game. Um, I was never into the Homeworld games. I always saw like the the cover for them when I was younger and in the stores and stuff like that. So, that game's gonna be dropping. Um, see if it can 
be a modern style game. You know, strat games are not the most popular games at the moment. Uh, March 20th, we are getting a um, revival. We're getting Alone in the Dark being revived, which that is... Looks, uh, that looks really neat. It does look really neat. Um, who knows exactly, like, what style... Like, if, if it's going to be a true revival or kind of like a hybrid revival thing that some of these games have been doing, but it definitely, definitely, definitely looks cool. Um, we can always use more horror games, so it's kind of a welcome sight to see that that game is making a revival, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. Um, always, always, like I said, can use more horror games. So oh, yeah. anyways, we got that coming. We got Dragon's Dogma 2 coming out March 22nd which the original was a pretty fun game. Um, it's cool to see that it is getting another installment into the series. I know a lot of people love Dragon's Dogma, so I'm sure there's a lot of hype in those uh, spaces. Uh, I know the Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma subreddit is very prolific, so it'll, it'll, be, uh, it'll be another game that I think a lot of people are going to be really, really excited for. Uh, do you have any interest in playing that one, Josh, or not Not as much? Uh, that's not really my thing. Uh, it's not really a big that's... Dragon's Dogma fan when the original came out. That's um, fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm moderately excited for that one. Um, I enjoy those style of games. Um, also... Around the same time, Rise of the Ronin is going to be coming out, which I kind of I think is kind of fitting the the whole uh, I don't want to say Japanese, uh, just in general Asian uh, mythological, lore driven, um, historically driven games that have been dropping. You know, within the past five to ten years, it's going to kind of scratch that itch of those people who are looking for the next. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima game kind of falls into yeah. that that uh, that vein of like Ninja Gaiden or uh, Neo. So that that game's gonna be dropping. I I haven't seen much on Rise of the Ronin. I'm probably gonna check it out. Be checking it out post the podcast because uh, that sounds cool. I'm always waiting for the next Ghost of Tsushima news. Uh, I really want the next game to be coming out, so I'm looking forward to the news on that. So I'm excited for that. Not, I don't want to say excited. I'm interested in that game to see what it looks like going forward. Um, March 22nd, there's going to be Princess Peach Showtime. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be dropping. I don't have any interest in that, but um, that game's going to be dropping. I, I don't know if you guys have any interest in that or not, but... It looks, not for me. I was, I was gonna say last Princess Peach game that was on the Nintendo DS was fucking fire. Yeah, the game was awesome. Yeah, uh, like okay. kind of a sleeper hit there. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they do with another Princess Peach game. The like the the trailers they've shown so far seem interesting. Um, Question mark. <laughs> kind of a extremely mixed 
bag as far as gameplay is concerned with the whole oh you're you're um they'll putting on these i don't know if they're plays or or movies or tv shows yeah, or, mostly, like they, let's the, just the say whole showtime they, thing yeah yeah it it Frankly, one of the more interesting sections of the last Luigi's Mansion game was the TV studio that was in the uh, in the hotel there, and they did mm. some really cool things with just these little discrete levels in there. I, I feel like they're kind of taking some inspiration from that. Um, right. I'm I'm excited to see what they're doing. I'm. It could really go anywhere still with what they've shown us, and so I'm withholding judgment at this point, but I'm I'm excited to see it. So never yeah. underestimate the side projects and little fun story about the last Princess Peach game from the DS. Um a friend a friend of mine who was less than honest with his employment at a certain um retail store got me a copy of that game for under retail okay there you go and ladies and gentlemen the ds one was really good so it just flat out saying like never underestimate a princess peach game because that last one where she like fucking cried to like fucking make things grow yeah. that game was awesome yeah it was okay. really cool okay 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 I'll try and Don't... keep an open mind. I probably won't pick it up, but I'll be like receptive to like good reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, don't sleep on it. That's really what I have to say. Like when Nintendo puts her head to something like and we know this, like when Nintendo puts her minds to something, they generally put out good shit. Generally. I mean, I know Game Freak is a some subsidiary of that, but like yeah. Nintendo's lost a Nintendo more so Game Freak than Nintendo, but Nintendo's lost a little bit of goodwill. With me after the last few Pokemon games, even though I loved Arceus, looked like mm -hmm. shit and Scarlet well, I was gonna say with, ran. With, like, with Game Freak, that almost is a uh, victim of the fact that it's Game Freak, Nintendo, and the Pokemon Company. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Well, why don't we take a like a a very quick few minute break like do a quick palette i've, I've got one more march one if we want to hit it real oh. quick yeah yeah go um, death of a wish uh is a okay. another sort of top-down uh, super hardcore action game from the team who made luca born of a dream which is kind of mm. in that sort of um Tough as nails, top-down action game in in the vein of like uh, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, or in that sort of. There've been a few games kind of in 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 that sort of top-down. Uh, Dark Souls type of a a vein, um, mm, right? With 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 mixed success as far as how they've turned out, kind of translating that. Uh, Luca Born of a Dream is outstanding though so I'm I'm excited to see what they do for the next game. Mm. And it's got just a really outstanding art style to it with this sort of uh 
a limited color palette. Um, it sounds derogatory, but almost like a you know MS Paint style uh, graphics style. Like it looks mm. really scratchy and uh, sketchy, sort of a a look to to what's mm-hmm. going hey. on there on a black background. It's it's a really cool vibe that the original everything. Game has. Will- Everything old is new again. I mean, look at Devil mm-hmm. Daggers. It looks like a PS1 game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm really excited for for Death of a Wish. So yeah, that sounds interesting. Okay, okay. Do you have any others you want to mention in March? That was that was the big one. Um, okay, okay. That we well that we didn't get to. So right. Okay. Well, let's take a break there. Give the listeners a little palate cleanser. Give us a little bit of time to refresh our water and refresh ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we will be back in a few minutes with the back half of The Most Anticipated. We'll be right back. You know, Shay, Josh, when I listen to the Chompcast, I don't just listen to the Chompcast. I be what do chomping. you do? I be chomping. You be chomping? I be chomping. What do you mean? You know, I chomp it to the east, and I chomp it to the west, and I chomp it over to swordchomp.com, where I listen to the Chompcast. Oh, shit. What else can I find there? What's at swordchomp.com? At swordchomp.com, you can chomp over to the east for episodes of the Chompcast, where we talk about video games. Or you can chomp over to the west for Chomping After Dark, where we spoil comics, movies, even video games themselves. Hell yeah. You know, one time, <laughs> I was listening to the Chompcast in the back of a car, and a police officer comes over and he knocks on the window, and I roll it down, and he shines his light on me, and I say, I'll be chomping. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he say? Uh, he was breathless. He didn't know what to say. You know what I would have said? Tell me. I would have said I'd be chomping. I'd be chomping! All right, we're back. Thanks for being patient while we uh, went off and uh, helped ourselves to some food and drink and funny videos. We're going to run through the rest of this list a little bit more quickly. Um, A lot of the games that are going to be talked about from here on out are kind of nebulous in terms of release date but there are some games that are still have a definitive um hard date of when they're coming out so i want to talk about some of those really quickly so uh in april we have Auden chronicles 100 heroes which is going to be coming out april 23rd I know um, Rich is very excited for that game. I'm pretty excited. It's I, a... I will raise my hand for this game. Okay. I back this game. Yeah, I figured you did as well. Uh, Swakoden, the Swakoden series is... It's right up there with me with Persona. It's like favorite series of all time. Mm-hmm. I spent hundreds of hours between Swakoden 1 through 5. Um, 
this game like seems like something special it looks like you know with the graphics of something like uh octopath traveler <laughs> mm, yeah mm. absolutely and absolutely. uh the spirit of something like sukoden 2 um it looks like it does it looks like something special and it, it i backed it to the point to like where it's like where they're like let's get to 180 heroes we don't know why Okay, sure. Coincidentally, we have 108 characters. I was like, "Fuck yes, let's get there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love that. Um, I I think it's gonna be a dope ass game. I think a lot of uh, indie and JRPG lovers, old school JRPG lovers and Suikoden lovers, are gonna absolutely be enamored with this game. There's gonna be. It looks like they're doing the right thing. Like yeah. I'm someone who has like translated versions of Suiko Gaiden, the text RPGs on like handheld devices and stuff. Mm. Like I'm all about the story. Like if they can create a un- new universe, because Suikoden even kind of got away from itself, where the that DS game that was horrible. And then the PSP game that never came out here, but has an English translation. So if someone is so inclined, then get it. And I've played quite a bit of it. It's a lot of fun, but Mm. it's not it's not connected to like Harmonia and there's not Cliff and Victor and stuff like that. Like, no, this seems like they're setting a new table. And I'm very happy with the table they're setting. And even what little I played of the action RPG that's come out in like the year or two previous, like a new universe, great. Because you know what it is when it comes down to a Konami is, uh, <sighs> it's a little sad. Konami had so many great RPG universes between like, you know, Vagrant Story, like Sokoden, mm. it. You know, they, they, they had chances and they put all their eggs in the Metal Gear Solid basket and then shit that bed by shoving sharpened pipes through metal link fences. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a that's a sad thing to think about in itself. But we have a in Chronicle 100 Heroes to dull the pain. It, it, it seems like a good Kickstarter story. It seems like the opposite of the mighty number nine. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for that game. Um, there, I, I have some JRPGs in my backlog. I still need to finish Chained Echoes, and I still need to get around to Sea of Stars. But uh, this game is definitely on my radar. I need to get around to it soon. Obviously, it doesn't release for a few months, so I have some time to get caught up. This would be a pri- priority to me just because, again, that DNA, like, so Coden is, like, when you're of a certain era of, like, JRPG fans, like, holy shit, you're you're doing it without corporate backing. Mm, exactly. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited for it. I want to very, very briefly mention Tales of Ken- Kenzera, Zao. It is not a, a like, a Tales series installment it is a different you just game confu- you did confuse me for a second i was like tales of i was like wait a second yeah 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 no 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 it's a it's a uh it looks like it's an indie game and it is um it is talking about the actor 
excuse me, sorry if I mispronounce this, uh, Abu Bakr Salim. It's kind of his own personal grief journey in video game form, and it just looks incredibly stylistic. Uh, that's why I wanted to briefly mention it, because it looks beautiful. Um, it's definitely something that's on my radar now, so it's something I might check out if the price is right. Uh, the Braid Anniversary Edition is dropping April 30th. That game is 15 years old, which is wild to think about. But um, I'm looking forward to the next generation being able to check out that game and seeing how good it is. I still think it is a game that holds up pretty well. That game's dropping. In May, What the probably the game I'm most looking forward to this year besides Final Fantasy uh, remake is Senua Saga Hellblade 2. It will oh, drop yeah. May 21st. Um, the problem is that's Xbox and PC only, but mm-hmm. uh, that game is going to be phenomenal. It looks like everything that made the first game great is being elevated to the next level. Very, very, very excited for that game. If you haven't played the original, do yourself a favor and do it. Every year I'm telling like two, three, four, five different people. Oh, yeah who have told me they haven't played this game to play it. it is one of the best games that has come out in the past 10 years. Um, Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait for this, this next one. I'm really curious. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably my to... number one for the year. If I had to pick a single game that like this, this is yeah. what, if nothing else came out this year, I'd be happy just to play more. Yes. In this universe. Senua. So, yeah. Yes. Senua. Um, yeah. Not to get it, too far it, down, just, down. It's just a thing, like, I'm just going to interrupt for a second. Like, just what I'm saying with my most anticipated game and Josh's, um, these little games are like, oh, hey, mental health is fucked up. Like, you look like Persona yeah. 3, like, the, the, the main theme is, like, you're going to die. Mm. Yep. Yep. But, and like, then, God. you know, send you a sacrifice and you know like it's just like oh mental anguish and stuff like this like we're like the themes are almost recognizing like shit is bleak and then what do we make with the time that we have yeah i really i really like where gaming is at right now where there are a plethora of games that are dealing with heavier topics that you can explore and then there are game plenty of games that are just no nonsense or full nonsense no seriousness just enjoy killing things or exploring things like there there are there's such a spectrum now that didn't exist 30 years ago oh there's Um, super there's mm. super mario wonder (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then there's persona 3 reload (laughs) right exactly yeah um where they say flat out memento mori again they just just remember you will die yep yep Yep. i want to say not too much with uh hellblade 2 but i'm curious to see um kind of more of that audio design which made one so great that uh audio editing and engineering and whatnot that that was obviously the the peak of that game for me yeah Uh, the story games that have just completely outdone themselves as far as sound design has gone like Mm. the tech has been there in order to have these just completely engrossing worlds with immersive immersive soundscapes yeah like the the dolby um 
shit, what's it, what's... Dolby has a tech that's making binaural audio extreme... Oh, um, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what their, the name of their stuff. And, but anyway, it makes locating something in 3D if you're wearing a headset mm. one-to-one to right. real life. Like, it's just, it's it's outstanding. And there have been a few games that have used that. Uh, I mean, Send You a Sacrifice, I think they made their own tech. I don't think they used the Dolby stuff, but like... I don't think so either. Um, outstanding, the work they did. And then there mm. were a few other games, like, uh, frankly, the original Overwatch had some of the best spatial sound. They did have really out there. good uh, sound um, design as well. Like, you, you could play that game without the visuals and tell exactly what was going on. It's outstanding. Right. There have been a few other games, like uh, The Hunt, who had similar... Mm. Uh, it's another, like, Battle Royale, but, like, Western... Uh, sort of uh is that is that the with the robots no 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 it's it's uh, uh, uh i'm thinking of sir you are being hunted yeah no no this uh the hunt is like a an old school western battle royale but with um eldritch horrors that you're also fighting there's a ton of pve involved with the the gameplay itself oh Yes, um, I, I I know it's, you're it's, talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, it's it's a really cool concept, and the the audio is top notch. Um, well, I mean, we're seeing more games where like a uh, proximity audio is coming more into play and stuff like that. Like, uh, I mean, audio codexes. There's a lot that goes into that. Even compared to visual, yeah. like, like that, a lot of technology is being you have to devote a lot of uh, processing power and stuff like that just to, like, make it make sense in the computer space. Yeah. So, uh, Hellblade 2, really excited for that game. Curious to see where the story goes, how they build upon what was a phenomenal first installment of this universe. Mm-hmm. Really excited for that. Um, I don't think anyone here is excited for this. Just to briefly mention it, though, Destiny 2, the final shape, that next expansion will be added in June. Okay, cool. We mentioned it. We're done. Uh, (laughs) Black Myth Wukong is a game that is dropping in August. And that one is um, worth mentioning because I believe that is the game that is based off of the original story that Dragon Ball is also. Uh, based off of it's being developed by uh, Game Science, that Chinese studio. Okay. But um, it is it is going to be a Souls like. Um, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So I just I just looked it up. So it pulls from the classic folk tale Journey to the West, which was the original inspiration for Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, uh, Enslaved Journey to the West is another great take on that. Which yes. If you haven't played that, somehow, that was another, like, 360-era game. Yes. When you, when you say somehow, very, I feel like very few people played that. Like, I, you know, I you... say somehow, but, like, it's been forever. It It's probably more of an, you know, it's sort, well sort received. of a cult hit at this point. But, but my point that, being, you're right. it was one of the few you're games so from that right. era 
that got a decent PC port. Like you can just pick it up on Steam and it it just works now, which is a lot of stuff from that era is hard to play at this point. Um, yeah, and you're so you're so right though that like like you say at this point, like yes, you can get it. And it short it's sort of um when it dropped, it was sort of like, oh, who notices this? No one. And because that journey of the Monkey King sort of tale is told time and again. Yeah, yeah. It's been retold a million times, but yeah, Enslaved is a is a great version of it, sort of a post-apocalyptic uh, take on on that story, which is really neat. And, and a lot of Xbox 360 games like that, Dark Void and stuff like that, they've almost... What was it? Uh, this week, for instance, one of my favorite games that I like to restart time and again and never finish, despite the fact I should, Lost Odyssey is like $9. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I should um, give additional context. Uh, Enslaved is one of the early... Oh, hey, we we performance capture is a thing. And it's... it's you, you play as Andy Serkis. Uh, <laughs> um, and Enslaved. Um, you play it, as Andy Serkis. I'm sorry, that's just... That's the worst... It's the worst slash best say, way to I, say I, it. I had to think of possibly the worst way to say it and said, yeah, that's, but, um, it, yeah, his performance is great in this game, but, I, yeah, um, he's, he's a really well, good monkey he, king. He, he's gonna kill it no matter what, like, yeah, you, you yeah. know, you, uh, play a fucking taco left in a fucking puddle and it'll <laughs> fucking kill it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like uh, this is—it's unfair to anyone expecting anything great because no matter what he's given, he's gonna give his all to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, another—it's a three D sort of action game in that 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 sort of. I've um, heard good things about this yeah. game, though. Also, like it's one of those games. Like, if I get to it. You know, in my years of like, as I collect games on ROMs and emulators, like if I get to it, yay! Uh, uh, you know what though? Yeah. X Xbox Xbox has done better than most though with like making things available. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to check, but my guess is this might be the sort of game that would just be on Game Pass. And it probably plays better because there's just like, oh, we did this weird automatic upscaling that we promised well, years they ago. Had a, they had a good PC port of the game in like 2013. Like it was, they, they already put the oh, work okay. into making it work. So it just, yeah, it still plays well. No, but like, I just, I, if I load up Lost Odyssey on my Xbox Series X, like it just, it runs crazy good. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh. No, it's like thanks, Phil Spector, and your uh, Phil Spencer, yeah. not yeah, Spector. Th- enslaved is that's a, that's a Ninja Theory joint. If that kind of gives you any, like it's they know what they're doing. So if there's a baby Metroid involved. Mm-hmm. Right, that's Team Ninja, not Ninja Theory. Hmm. Um, September, we're going to see Stalker Two: Heart of uh, Chernobyl, which is a game that was originally supposed to come out earlier but due to the uh situation 
with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, situation being Russia is a piece of shit. Not all of Russia, but you know but who. Yeah, you know. Can you Putin. can you keep politics at us, you fucking asshole? That's not <laughs> politics. <laughs> that that's not politics. It's a little. Friend. It's 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 the one dude. Yeah. Vladimir Putin is a shirtless legend. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to say to that, but that game is going to be finally coming out September 5th um, for PC and Xbox. Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Um, wait, 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 hold up. A Warhammer game is coming out? Yes. Literally every 2. week this year, like every other year. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Wait, it's uh, like, hold on, hold on, like, like, get my bingo card out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You'd have a bingo at this point. Uh, it's coming out September 9th. So those are the ones that for sure have dates. Um, like the date is 100% there. It's it's locked in. There's some other games that um, are announced to be coming out this year that don't necessarily have dates. Yeah. Uh, Greedfall 2, which is a, I think, a, a cult, was a cult hit. The first one was a cult hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be dropping this year. Hades 2 is going to be dropping in early access on PC, uh, which I know many people are. You know, I mean, it's weird. H- Hades... Oh, God, that I, I game don't... is so amazing. I don't have any intention of playing that in early access. I don't either. Because... I, I'm right. I... Yeah. Same. You want to play the full fucking thing? Well, not when just it's fully that. Fucking feature. I played right? Hades one in early access, and it was not good in early access. It was. Uh, the, I didn't. The animation so. lock was significantly longer for Dude. so many abilities, and it just it drove me up the wall. Oh, and, I remember and, when we. Pl- I remember when we played it in early access, yeah. and I fucking I hated that game. In yeah, early access. yeah. So I, much so. That like when everybody was playing it and it fully dropped into 1.0, I was like, hell no, I'm not playing that shit. Yeah. And it took you guys talking about it over and over and over again for me to finally play it. And I was like, damn, I really love this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, see, I, I absolutely. I only, I only paid. I only played in, in full access. So oh, I dude, never it was had such, that. It was such a different game. It, yeah, well, they, I don't want to say that way. It, it, it was, wasn't it was that it was a different game. Different. Like if all the pieces were there. And all the pieces were solid, solid enough, but like, yeah, like it was way more influenced by like just the slower play, slower paced, super intentional action games. Um, mm. that sort of Dark Soul style, like you're gonna be locked into every animation for for four or five minutes before it finally plays out <laughs> and that is actually a that's a huge difference and then yeah. even totally i just have to ask it sounds like a joke but it's not a joke how much or less horny was it oh the same that 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 was kind of that was always there um, the horny was always there yeah yeah one to one they 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 like, they knew that was where they were going from the jump. That, that, that was their that was their bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I appreciate as someone who's always loved history, studied history, majored in history, like that that direction they took their their characters. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not even wrong. It's like you know, 
that's an interpretation. So cool. Yeah. Mm. So I was just wondering how much of that was a placeholder slash internet memory, like because also I respect the writers of that company because also I respect Bastion and stuff like that. You know, I feel like, like it was, I... it's it's really it was it's the balance of the game that changed a ton as far as just the way the way the the game feel evolved over that early access period. Okay, and it was just it was not there at launch. Um, oh, that's just such a shame because when it when it did come out, like that game to me was like, oh, it's 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 perfect. Like once once it was finally released, they they had ironed out all the problems I had with it. And it, it was, was just, addictive. Yeah. It, it was purely addictive. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Steam Deck and stuff like that. I was like, holy shit, I can't stop playing this game. Like, oh yeah. Especially anytime I get like Athena shit, like, you know, like, oh, hey, shields around you. Like, yeah. I just felt invincible. Like this. Ugh. It was really one of the best of those games ever made. Yeah. Well, just that's, that's, you feel invincible until you just get completely shit on is the way that game always oh. worked out. And that's, that's such a good feel like, Oh, I apparently I'm not doing well. I just, yeah. Didn't oh, realize sure. where the peak Espe- was as far as gameplay goes. And it's, 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 it's great. Especially at the end where like you, you get to Hades and he's just like, nah, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like here's all the fucking beams going around. You're like, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. No, yeah, it, so it, I I am excited for that game. Um, I'm not excited for the early access just because of my experience at number one. If yeah, I start I, hearing good things about I it, I'll probably check it out in early access. But I'm gonna be yeah tepid tepidly optimistic. Well, no, that, that's kind of where I am. I, I like I might I want yeah I want one point one point oh. I might I might do a similar thing to what I did with the original one. Just see where they are right off the bat. I feel like after Hades one, they've got a better idea of what it should feel like. Right. It'll uh, probably be more dialed in. Yeah, they, I, they I think don't... they'll be way closer to the mark right off the bat than they were with the original Hades uh, early access period. What if also, what if they... also should they get the wide ramp for early access like you did this already well that's that's what i was gonna say i would love to see them pull like a tricky dicky and like the first few hours are like how the first one was but then it completely just pivots into this like more a completely different sort of story based style game well i mean with the the original early access thing they just had you know the first layer Yes. Of Hades. Like, it was just yes. the first of yeah. three sections, and then it wasn't for a long time that they finally released the second one. Um, but, like, I, again, like, I played that first one, I beat it, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not vibing with this. The game feel is not right. Um, and then f- they must have been really dialed in to, to the feedback that was coming, because it was... Their game feels Perfect like by the time I came di- out. Yep. Like you said, like 
perfect by the time it came in. Like, by the time, like, there came, like, one, two, three, four, and all. It has to speak to each other. Yeah. Right. Um, so, th- those are some of them. Um, Avowed is a game that is going to be dropping in the fall. It looks kind of like a, uh, like a, how do I say, a fantasy-driven First bit, first person RPG. It's being developed by Obsidian, so uh, that that has some potential. Yeah, I think. Um, what else is on the list that I think we would all be interested in? Hyperlight Breaker. Um, yeah, is going to be dropping on PC later this year, potentially. That's an that's uh, a complete. They've done some very interesting pivots with their games lately. Like I, uh, Hyperlight Drifter is one of my favorite games of all time. It's it's just it's very good, perfect, it's very good. It's it is a perfect game. Um, um, my brain is completely lost the plot here. Um. Shit, what's their second game? Uh, uh, fuck. Starts with uh, an S, maybe? I forgot the name of. Shit, what's the name <laughs> of that game? I should know. I interviewed the developer of that game. My brain is just. I, I, I can't even think it's, of it. It's, it's like a 3D Sonic like. Uh, yes. Oh my god. Why is my brain just not... Uh, Why is my brain? I can't even remember the name of the studio. Oh, it's a Heart Machine. Heart Machine. Heart Machine. Yeah. We're going to get it. Don't worry. We're going to get it. Maybe the C. Uh, Solar Ash. Solar Ash. Oh, my God. My Yeah. Yes. Very, very, very different game. Um, yes. I feel like it's a hard sell coming from one to the other. Um, it feel it that that it, it's such a, it's it's a massive pivot like that. It's it's up there with Hi-Fi Rush as far as you didn't expect this coming out of the of the studio that you kind of knew and loved at this point. Um, it's not perfect. It, like it's it's not hyper late drifter, but I still love that game for what it's doing. Um, I'm I'm really excited about Hyper Light Breaker. Uh, mm. Very different game again. Like it looks like a procedurally generated 3D action game, but they're going yeah. back to that sort of action combat formula, which they did extremely well, and also a world that I love. So I'm I'm really excited to see more of it. I'm more excited for that than Solar Ash. Solar Ash was a good game. I didn't quite connect with it nearly as much as I did with uh, Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like that they're returning to a more action-based uh, game and one that's in the same world that Hyper Light Drifter took place in. So I am yeah. more excited for this one than I was for Solar Ash, I would say. Um. A few other games worth mentioning. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon will be coming to the Switch. 
yeah. uh, for fans of Luigi's Mansion. Pa- Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door is getting a remaster for the Switch, um, which fans who loved Super Mario RPG will get more of that style of game. Uh, this is more for me. Saga Emerald Beyond will be coming to the Switch. You know, a few years ago, the Saga Frontier remaster came out. Um, so now mm-hmm. all Saga stuff is on my radar. Star Wars Outlaws, which is a game I think a lot of people are going to be really interested in. It kind of looks like Grand Theft Auto in the South pa- South. Excuse me, not South Park. I was reading South Park. Star Wars Universe. Um is going to be dropping sometime this year so i think a lot of people will be interested in that also um the wolf among us 2 will be coming out at some point i'm interested Uh, to see that just a uh, the wolf among us one is i think one of their underrated telltale games joints mm, um yes really really strong um game uh, mm. I don't I don't know if it would hit exactly the same way at this point because one of the stronger points of that was that it, a lot of their games at, at that time were releasing episodically and it's a mystery so of course when it was coming out oh what's going to happen next you've got the entire community to talk to about what you you know think is going to happen next that's that's a, that's a really cool feeling that you get a whole lot more in like prestige television of like this feeling of we're all watching the same thing together experiencing the same zeitgeist um being able to talk and and discuss what we think is going to happen next i Mm. feel like the wolf among us was one of the best examples of how that worked in gaming um, and there, there have been other games that have attempted something like that since then, but it's that frankly has been my favorite experience of it so far. Um, right. So I'm, I'm excited to see The Wolf Among Us too. Yeah, I, I think it has a lot of potential. I think that some of those those uh, games from the Telltale era before they went under and then came back again were really good and they were really appreciated at their time and they've kind of been overshadowed by what happened with the studio. Yeah. So to see them, some of the games make a return is pretty nice, or at least The Wolf Among Us 2 is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, excited about it. And the last game I'm going to mention, this is more for Josh and me, uh, another year, another, uh, it's another year of us wondering if Silk Song will be coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, the 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 excuse me sorry my brain is uh trying to process too much at one time the one of the uh developers at team cherry has basically said that development is still continuing as of two weeks ago Mm -hmm. so uh there's no news on if that's going to be dropped this year or not but yeah uh Let's let's hope this is the year we finally get that. Yeah, game. yeah, we said that last year, but hope again this year. Why not? Um, yeah, let's hope. We can only hope. Frankly, the I'm one... fine. I'm fine waiting for it. Like, is is as excited as I am. Yeah, I 
it's weird. Like I, I, I'm way more comfortable waiting for a game than I used to be. It used to feel like if a game was delayed and delayed and delayed that something had gone very wrong mm. with development, and I don't get that feeling as much as I used to. Um, just. I think part of it's probably COVID. A lot of games were pushed back. This last year was outstanding. Like, a lot of these games were pushed back for legitimate reasons. And they they turned out well. Like, it doesn't mean that there's just something completely off. That, right. That, that, like, oh, this is, this is a horrible sign that a game is not coming out yet. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm still excited. Like it's it's I I don't feel like I'm antsy about it at this point. I I'll I'll wait until it's ready. But I I don't feel like that means I'm less hyped about it. Like a lot of games at this point well, I'm just I just I don't have the energy to be hyped about them anymore. I'm still excited about Silk Song. I I think that this is the right call holding it off yeah. until it's ready. I you know I I would mostly agree with that I um I still like I I'm a little bit more cautious than you when it comes to delays uh because some games that have had like those long delays end up not ever reaching their potential like yeah we were mentioning earlier Skull and Bones the game that's going to be dropping next month the one that's been delayed countless times mm-hmm. uh I'm worried about that game being good um to be honest with you, but I'm optimistic and hopeful. And I think Silk Song is going to be a great game. Um, This is a little bit different of a thing, a little bit different of a delay. I think it'll still be a great game. Um, I am a little bit more cautious. The more it gets delayed, the more it gets delayed, the more cautious I get. But at the same time, like I'm not as willing to write it off as I would have been, you know, a few years ago where if, if it's like, it's not, released within a year that i'm like okay this is gonna be absolute shit you know i'm not i'm not there where i where i would have been um you know a few years ago so i like like you said i'm optimistic as well um i still i still think it's gonna be a good game i'm i'm willing to be patient and wait if it ends up be coming out and being a really really good game i'm sure it will um I'm still still a little bit cautious though from from my end. But I can understand your 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 mentality about it as well though, to be honest with you. I, I totally get that. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. I think it'll be good. But Oh yeah. Not much else to talk about there. Just hopefully it comes out today. <laughs> or not today, but this year rather. Yeah, really. Today today would be nice, but yeah. this year. Yeah. The the other um the other game that I forgot to mention earlier that came out in January um, is Pal World. Briefly forgot yeah. to mention that. Um, that game has been taking the world by storm the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any interest in trying that out, Josh? I've put a dozen hours or so into it okay. so far. It's it's okay. it's a you know survival game. Uh, mm. so if that's your thing, you're probably 
Well, you're probably already playing that at this point because the <laughs> right. survival game players seem to be ungodly levels of insatiable as far as what they'll play in order to get their, their next fix for that genre. Um, yes. So I'm not telling anyone anything. But, um, I mean, given all the initial stuff we saw when the game was first announced, I'm mm. a little surprised that this is a survival game. <laughs> Based off of, you know, the, the sort of end game. Oh, it's Pokemon with guns stuff we saw. Um, yeah, solid like, I think so far. I'm not a big fan of survival games as a genre having this penchant for early access. Um, mm. It's not. I feel like I've gotten so many half experiences of games yep. from everything from Valheim to V Rising, both of which were outstanding, but I got into them right off the jump and the whole thing is not there. Like you mm. you, you play for a good amount of time and then oh we'll we'll have some sort of end game, but No one's talking about it by the time that comes out. And it just, yep. it, I have a hard time with the genre in general, just because of frankly game endings. And I've, I've made this point before game endings are notoriously weak. And I feel like the, you know, I've played so many half of a survival game because they just, Oh, it's an early access. Everyone's talking right. about it when it's an early access. You never get a satisfying resolution to these things because, not because it never comes, but because no one's still playing it by the time it does. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's one of the problems with, with early access, and that's a conversation we could maybe have another day even, is that when you put something real in real access or not in real access, but early access, you have a real problem of l people losing interest quickly because our mm -hmm. society is moving at such a rapid pace nowadays that if you don't catch people quickly enough and strongly enough, that's probably not the right word. Yeah. You will not keep their interest when you come out of early access. There will some, there will of yeah. course be some people who are like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I was really interested in that game. I want to see where it is now. And if yeah. enough people are talking about it in the media, then you will garner interest. Yeah. Um, the, like the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm curious to see if, uh, if, if that game, when it comes out of early access, will still have as much interest... I as honestly my my suspicion is no it's mm. it's outstanding it is rock solid as far as these games go uh you know first week of of the game being out mm. a lot of games are really rocky uh at this point this game right. performance wise runs excellently um just good it's it's really good it is a Pokemon satire. 
It's not a Pokemon game, but it's taking a lot of the ideas from that franchise mm. and taking them to their logical conclusions. Stuff that we've all joked about for forever is status quo here. With the, oh, this is dogfighting, this is slavery. Um, you can, with your pal spheres, your Pokeballs, catch humans in this world and force them to do whatever you want to do. Um, the, the, the Pokemon, the pals in this game, it's a survival game in order to sort of optimize your, your base and get everything running at full efficiency. You have your pals doing odd jobs around the base and, you know, farming stuff for you, which again, you can catch humans and just have humans do these odd jobs around your base. Um, mm. It feels like there's an awful lot of really pointed stuff here. But also... The, the way survival games work as your genre, you optimize the hell out of them in order to uh, make it work. And it almost completely goes around the bend like this isn't even satire anymore this is just the way it is and there's something really awkward about you know hey isn't chattel slavery great uh the video game um doesn't feel like it's so much speaking to pokemon as it's speaking to you know the world in general, and it feels like an odd take on the world. Mm. Um, whereas I feel like it's really great at kind of satirizing Pokemon. It, it feels... It's odd. It's an, it's an odd experience playing this game. Um, because I feel like Pokemon in general is so at odds with reality in a lot of ways um, that satirizing the one feels very incongruous with, you know, any sort of commentary on the real world. Um, I, I Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, what's interesting is, besides this conversation with you, anybody who's talked about this game hasn't really talked about, and this is in my limited view of, uh, people who've talked about it haven't really talked about the satirization of this game. Everybody's like, oh, it's a Pokemon clone. It's trying to rip it off. It's taking actual assets, which that is very likely true. And it, is, it isn't cool that if um, the game truly did um, lift assets, but that's a From different thing. I've seen, covers. no, they haven't, other than maybe one or two cases. There are a couple pals that are like, There's no way you get to this point without it being like directly one to one. Make this thing, but file the serial numbers off. Mm. Um, there's like a sort of lizard with a weird, you know, very humanoid shape to it, with like a a heart shaped thing, like sort of crest going on. Mm. It's very much a one to one that. My my, I can't remember names today, 
I'm having a hard time with that. But but the uh, the fire poison type Pokemon from a couple gens ago at this point. Um, uh, it's that one. One to one, but instead of, you know, black and purple, it's like white and pink. Um, a Salazzle. 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 It, it is that Pokemon. Period. Like, there, you don't... Anyway. Um, there are a few situations what? like that, but most mm. of, mostly it's just... There are only so many ways you can sort of chibiify random animals and have it not be a Pokemon at this point. Like, right. There, there are fucking a thousand Pokemon. Like, how that's ha- that is literally what I was just thinking. Yeah. And, and most of them are not Pokemon. But here and there, you're like, no, you did not come to this idea independently. All by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, like, if they're if they're directly just taking assets, that's that's whack. If they're taking inspiration and it looks very similar, but there's enough of a sep- degree of separation, yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah, music no, no, no. does that and, shit and all the time. There are only so many scales, exactly. Only, only so many chords. Like ninety nine percent of the ones I've seen, it's it's clearly just inspiration. Like, mm. there's no other way to do this. Like, one of the early ones is a round sheep. Okay, say round sheep. There's only a couple different ways you can do that, and yeah, it looks similar to the round sheep Pokemon, but of course it does. That also looks similar to every other, you know, sort of wool stuffy that's, you know, been on Etsy for the last decade. Um, Right. (laughs) Like, like, come on, there's, there's, yeah. Um. I mean, and that's that's the thing is like we live in a world where everybody wants to be original, and the the truth is like the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing everything inspires us. Of course, you can have your own take on it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be so close to the source material that you don't try and separate yourself. Yeah. Um, but like everything is inspired by something else. Like any painting of an animal is inspired by the animal Every that other. they saw in the yeah. wild. Exactly. Is exactly. that is that plagiarism? Are you plagiarizing the universe, or you, or God, or whatever you believe in? Yeah. Like it's, and like I'm not trying to sit here and defend Power World, and obviously we're getting off on a tangent as we always do here, but um, yeah, I like from what I've seen, I've I haven't seen any direct lifting of assets. That doesn't yeah, mean that there was it's like not the, true and it doesn't exist. Yeah. I just haven't seen it personally. There was like the one. <sighs> There was an article, I think it was IGN published it, basically. Yeah. Their source was some guy from Twitter, yep. and, and they've since retracted it because... Because no, they realized, oh, no, that's they, not how they we had They had exactly names. zero actual evidence of anything there, and after playing it, it's very clearly satirizing Pokemon. Um, like, it's, it's not just, oh, we're, we're stealing this thing. There are so many decisions that are made with the way mm-hmm. you force your pals to do work and the way you can catch human beings yes is that doesn't happen without it being in conversation with pokemon like it's that's it's intentional you don't accidentally do this sort of thing uh, right. from a story perspective um and also you don't do that and then steal the pokemon because that is absolutely going to you know, 
call down the wrath of, of Game Freak upon yourself. And Nintendo. Yeah. Like, that's just... I think yeah, a lot of this is overblown. However, like I was saying, a few of them feels like... These, these were traceovers of the original designs. Like, they're, they're way too close. Like, I get... Like, like, yeah. Do, do you think it's it's within the realm of possibility that the company who created Power World specifically did that to make it seem so much like Pokemon to say like, let's make sure there's no fucking doubt in your mind what we're satirizing here. I mean, and like, even to make like, even to make like Pokemon players like think a little bit about like, you know, we like you said earlier, we've always joked around like about the dark underpinnings yeah. of Pokemon, like like uh indentured servitude of pokemon yeah yeah when they're not being used they're sitting in a fucking pokeball instead of the wild yeah Um, well exactly the darker underpinnings of like a child going off on his own to battle all these adults and all these people and like all these deeper darker themes are happening like power world and again last time i'll say this i haven't played it fully i've watched some clips on it and i briefly tried it out um Obviously, I don't have the full scope of the experience there, but if they're satirizing something, they want to make sure that you're like, oh, look at this cute, like, cute animal or yeah. pal or Pokemon or whatever, and then be like, all right, now watch us, like, what we do with the satirization of it. Make sure yeah. you understand what we are trying to achieve with this. And by making some of those those uh, pals look very similar to Pokemon, it's leaving little doubt in the player's mind of, this is what we're trying to do. Do you think that's within the realm of possibility, or do you think it's more... Am I giving them too much credit, maybe? No, I definitely think that was the intention in a lot of cases. Um, However, I I think the issue lies in, again, one or two cases where they're like, oh, we need something to kind of fill this niche. Like, like... Pokemon has got such a wide variety of stuff. They've got there are own there are unique pals in this world that are they don't really have their own equivalent. Um it's neat. They've done cool stuff with that. Um like one of the first bosses, they have like stronger ones that you fight that you can then catch is like a weasel looking thing that doesn't really have an equivalent in Pokemon. Um Part of me feels like they wanted to have it be way more fleshed out. Like, we need a massive Pokedex of of all these different pals right off the bat. And a few of them are... They went past taking inspiration. Mm. And... and Yeah, I I think some of those are, are just a little... They're they're not plagiarism as such. I think the those original accusations of oh they just took the models and then tweaked them enough, it's nonsense. Like just looking mm. at the actual evidence presented there, that's not how 3D modeling works. Like it's just right. period. It's it's what they were saying happens is not how games or 3D models are made. Like, it was just right. nonsense. 
However, a few of these things are a little close for... Oh, this is inspiration. Mm. Um, and not even in a, like... You know, Felix the Cat is obviously making fun of Mickey Mouse sort of a situation. Like, it just... It mm. feels... It, it 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 doesn't feel so much like oh we're satirizing this big mascot that we're we're getting as close to the line as possible and then avoiding it so much as it feels like we're kind of taking the easy solution to some of these right it, right yeah. right right it's 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 a mixed bag is what I'm saying most of okay. it feels completely I don't see like a pal like in the world and go oh that's that is such an obvious ripoff that it's just I feel like I'm playing some sort of asset flip on Steam which right but then again occasionally that'll happen and you're like whoa okay uh, <laughs> uh huh this feels awkward now like maybe yeah. I shouldn't yeah. stream this because Nintendo might have yeah. a problem with my stream of this right. game because it's 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 too close. Um, I could see I, I could see where some people like were concerned and they were. It's kind of funny that so many people are like coming to Game Freaks and Nintendo's defense as if like Game oh, Freak and Nintendo would have already their done their IP. due diligence. Yeah, well, not just yeah. that, but like, frankly, Japan does not have the same protections for satire that the U.S. has. So, right. like, the U.S. will give you a lot more le- leeway if you're satirizing something. Um, right. And this is a Japanese IP, so a lot of that protection is not there. The, mm. oh, we're, we are absolutely taking the piss out of Pokemon is not a defense. Um, so, and it yeah. feels like they are... Frankly, I have a hard time saying how this game is released in Japan with the current in copyright protection that is the law of the land there. Right. Um, right. To be fair, I haven't heard any of my students talk about the game. I have some students I know absolutely love Pokemon and they're not even talking about Power World. It's such a completely uh, different genre by making it a survival game. I don't even know right. how the survival game fares like popularity wise in Japan. That's just, It's not something I've heard anybody really talking about. It's not as popular in Japan from yeah. my from my limited understanding. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, frankly, I was surprised whenever I found out the game was a survival game. Uh, when it finally released from all the early media I'd seen on it. So. Mm. I think I think it's more geared towards uh, the western audience. They know their audience, so makes sense, yeah. but Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, we we had to talk about that game obviously simply because it's been on the minds of everybody the past few weeks and it's been such a big thing. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty much it for upcoming games. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are some games we missed, and I'm sure I have, there's some I games. I have a that... variety of other ones if we want to just quickly get into them. Yeah, you can, like, if you quickly list them, I'm totally keen with that. I will quickly list them. Yeah. Another Crab's Treasure is is an aggro crab's joint. They, they made... Mm. Uh, um, Going under, that sort of uh, over-the-shoulder roguelike, almost Zelda-y, like mm. uh, 
game. Really mm-hmm. solid game. This seems like it's taking a lot of that same uh, outstanding comedy uh, roguelike type framework and applying it to uh, the Souls-like genre. But 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 you're a hermit crab who can like change shells. And it's it's a neat idea. Um, mm. Looks I've, solid. I've, yeah, I've seen a little bit about that. Yeah, it looks yeah. interesting. Um, excited for that one. Uh, Animal Well is a um, Metroidvania sort of. It seems like it's in that super semi sort of Metroidvania vein of like uh, uh, Rain World, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, It looks like it's it really deep sort of systems level stuff that I think is cool in that space. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, okay. That and the art style is really neat. Um, okay. Okay. So excited about that one. Um, Baby Steps is the the new Bennett Foddy joint that got uh, announced yeah. last year. That yeah looks, yeah yeah looks ridiculous, but yes, I am on board for whatever Bennett Foddy has in the works. Um, Same. It, lo- it looks really fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, ex- I'm really excited to see what that game turns out to be. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that one. I forgot to mention that. Oh yeah. Um, Beastie Ball is a, uh, um, sort of Pokemon slash volleyball um, experience experience yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway it's by the, it's by the guys who made uh, Beast Breaker which was oh uh, yeah 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 I remember one of my favorite game. games I, I talked about that a little bit when it came out and about how it's got this sort of almost like kind of arcadey, almost pagel like bouncing, like skill shot sort of gameplay. Right. I liked at the time, liked a little bit. It's one mm-hmm. of the games that has grown on me more and more since it came out. And mm-hmm. like, I still play that game. Beast Breaker is outstanding. And I have just kind of come to love it more and more over the years it's mm-hmm. been out. I'm, right. I'm really excited to see what Beastie Ball ends up becoming because of okay. how my you know love for that their their first game beast breaker right has right. Uh, grown um, right yeah so yeah looks solid um bu- 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 bu. we've got a few others uh that i don't know if they're actually going to come out this year because they were kickstarters and those tend to take longer than yeah. the initial but Mato, I know is one we talked about whenever it first oh, yes. announced I think yes. we both backed that we did um, yes the tentative date is November who knows okay. if it will actually happen but yes be neat if it did it looked that'd solid be, that's why we dope. backed it so that'd be dope um, yeah those, those are kind of the, the big ones um mm. uh 
Forgotlings is one that's supposed to be out June ish. That's it's okay. the follow up in the same universe to Forgotten Anne, which is a uh, like okay, cinematic I platformer. I guess is the right. term for it. In that yeah, an, the original Prince of Persia vein that frankly mm. has started to see resurgent with stuff like a resurgence with stuff like Lunark coming out recently. Mm. Um, mm. This one seems like it's way more mechanically involved than the original Forgotten Anne, but that's right. such a cool universe, this sort of... What if, what if the island of Misfit Toys were a real place? Sort of, mm. a, sort of a world that I, just, I absolutely loved the original game. Mm-hmm. I, more of that world. I'm excited to see where they go with. So. Right, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very specific sort of niche game, but for sure, for sure. But I mean, yeah. Still, I'm I'm sure there are people out there like you who are going to be pretty interested. Yeah, for it. So, um, cool. Well, before before I mention anything else, I wanted to mention Ray had to run off. Uh, he was not ready for our podcast marathons that we do. Yeah, <laughs> here at Sorge Out. But uh, he had to run off. But I think that's pretty much it for games, upcoming games, anyways. I think so. There are there are a bunch of other like super tentative things. Yes. That maybe not aren't even, worth like, getting into itself. because we're going to end up in another situation like Silk Song if we mention all of them. Where yep. you know they end up on our list for the next four years or some stupid yep. shit. So. Yep. I've done that so many times over the years. Where I'm like. It's this year. No, it's this year. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm super yeah. excited for Metroid Prime 4. That's right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, can't wait for, I can't wait for the last night of that indie darling that we yeah. saw 10 years ago to finally drop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shit like that. So Yeah. Um, for the sake of time, I think we can probably just cut it off here. Yeah. Um, you know, I like for me personally, the only game I've been playing lately is Apex. So there's not there's nothing exciting for me to talk about there. I talked about the Final Fantasy VII crossover event, so there's nothing else for me to mention. I know you've been playing a little bit of games here and there. Maybe yeah. we can. Uh, I mean, Power can... World is the most recent thing, and we we kind of got into that a lot already. Yeah. So Every, yeah. everything else That's... is old, mm. like old old stuff. So I like with that. new content, like yeah. Um, I've been, I I went back to Stacklands, which I talked oh, about okay, when it okay. came out because they've yeah. they just kept patching that game. They've added more and more stuff, and I beat everything that was out at the time, but then right. I never went back to all the DLC. And it's such a good game, such a solid game. Like if you haven't yeah. played Stacklands yet, it's go go try it out. It's such a fun experience. Uh, mm. this, this you know sort of. exploration based card game it's, it's right. weird it's it's a weird anyway i i love it i've, I've been enjoying okay. my time with all the new stuff they've added recently mm. so that's been fun that's dope that's dope we still need to play war groove too yeah we do Keep i saying can't I'm believe i can't it. yeah yeah Shit, we gotta sit down and do it we really do we, we do I'll take a look at, at it on Steam today, or not Steam, uh, the Switch, see if it's still on sale, or if not, I'll probably just pick it up anyways. I need yeah. to get that game. 
Yeah, I got it on Steam at some point. I just I still haven't played it. <laughs> yeah, I just need to sit down and play it. But yeah, yeah, we gotta get we gotta get some actual gaming in soon. Yeah, I gotta put Apex down some at some point. Yep. But all right, well that's gonna do it for this show. It's been it was a longer one, but it was the first one of the year. It was the most anticipated, which is always my favorite show to do. Um, you know, this year doesn't seem like it's gonna be as amazing as last year. Unfortunately, because like we talked about earlier, that bottleneck from COVID, but there are definitely going to be some good games dropping this year. Um, we didn't we didn't even mention all the remasters that are, have come oh, out yeah. or are coming out. So yeah, well, um, we still have new Silent Hill games, which yep, you may be more or less excited based off of your love for Team Bloober, but yep, I mean they've got a solid framework to work with. It's Silent Hill too, so. Yeah, only they, so they should be able to that up. <laughs> right? Yeah. How how hard is it going to be to follow that formula? Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a decent year for gaming. So hopefully, we get some games in and have some shit to talk about. I can't wait for Final Fantasy VII. So. Oh yeah. That's going to be that's what probably what we're going to talk about next. Uh, uh, whatever next episode comes out when that comes out, um, we'll probably be talking about that game. A whole episode dedicated to the before the release of that game and then obviously the episode after that will be us talking about that we might even have to do a chomping after dark episode yeah on that, that might that be back. another one that's worth worth spoiling the hell out of oh it's gonna be we're gonna have to so i imagine rich will be back for that one for sure so i hope so i hope so yeah. same i miss him mm-hmm. i miss you fucking rich yeah. you're not even gonna hear this but i miss you <laughs> All right, let's get up out of here, man. Let's get up out of here. We, we've done the damn thing. Uh, thank you to everyone for checking our episode out. Thank you for being patient with us as we are still doing the once a month thing for the time being, trying to figure stuff out here and there. But um, we will be back next, and you can be assured we will be talking all things Final Fantasy VII and beyond that. So thanks for hanging out with us, and we will catch you on the next episode. Take care. Bye.